Welcome, welcome to episode number 279 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Raj Dillachai, and my co-pilot this evening, the young, the restless, the man that might just have a Naboo today, Mr. Carlos. Buarguayo. The man we call Crunch Crunch, the man who is drinking his fruity, tootie beer. Rudy, tootie, fresh and fruity. <laughs> Rudy, tootie, fresh and fruity, his frambois, or frambois, Mr. Les. I, you, you shut me down with that one, man. I Thank got you. Appreciate no that. chemistry. The man, no, zero. zero. <laughs> the man that everybody calls the king of all pods, Mr. Tom Chansky. What's up? Yeah, I got my uh, Rudy Tootie fresh and fruity Kool-Aid, so I'm good to go. Oh, nice. Are you really drinking Kool-Aid right now? No. No way. Yeah. Oh! Yes. Yeah. That's champion, dude. That's yep. really cool. Uh, Speaking of champions, Randy, what's up, my man? How's it going? I didn't bring anything to drink. <laughs> you, you don't have any alcohol, any anything at home that you can. No, huh. no. I'm right. drinking water. <laughs> hey, water's good. Yeah, no. That's pretty much what I'm drinking because I'm drinking a seltzer, a hard one, love a great one. Seltzers, man. Grapefruit. Yeah, I love them too. And Mister Eric Strathers, what's up, buddy? Not much, man. Not much. Got to finally got a weekend off this weekend. No gigs. So pretty, oh, pretty stoked to not that's be cool. in a bar. Well, this week we have a very, very special guest in the Sith Later. You might know him from not one, but two wonderful podcasts. The Radio Radio Show, which you can hear some of the coolest music out there. Great musical taste. Or you might have heard him on a phenomenal Star Wars podcast called Thank the Maker. And oh yeah, by the way, he's been a bass guitarist for a very successful band since 2000 called Bayside, hailing from Bayside, Queens, and now adopted in my hometown, by my hometown in the city of Orange. Please welcome Nick Ganbarian. What's up, buddy? Hey, thank you guys for having me. Like uh, I said before we started recording, I've been listening to you guys for years. I feel like I know you, and uh, I'm really stoked to hang out. Yeah, we apologize for everything. Um, (laughs) uh, But yeah, we're very stoked you're here and we can't wait to get into all kinds of cool stuff. But before we do, what have you been up to? I know you just finished the tour up. Yeah, I got home uh, early October um, and I've just, you know, like I've uh, kind of just been chilling. I had to get the house together. I I recently went through a breakup and I I kept the house. Mm. So I had like half of a house to put together. So I did that. 
And then I just started to say yes to every single thing that people like, hey, you want to go to this show? Do you want to go to this event? Whatever. To the point where like, I just had to start using a calendar because I was like double booking myself and had to like, <laughs> like be like, oh, shoot, sorry. I know I said I could go to this thing, but I'm doing this other thing. So I don't know. I'm just trying to go to a bunch of shows, events. I went to Comic-Con on Friday, the, the LA version. And uh, oh. yeah, I'm, I'm just doing a bunch of stuff. I mean, I live in Orange, like, uh, you know, we were talking about and it's cool. I just try and chill and and uh my career affords me a lot of free time. So I I, yeah, that's I use the free time as part of my payment. Uh, like you said, like I do a radio show, I do a podcast, uh you know, I have uh with the drummer in my band, I have a coffee roasting company. I'm I'm just using my free time as much as I can to That's phenomenal. Stay busy and hopefully, you know, make a little extra money. Yeah. And how did how did with COVID and everything, how did the tour go? Uh pretty successful. You know, it was it was definitely like financially the best tour we've we've ever done i think there was i think with not having tours for like just about two years um combined with the fact that it was our 21st anniversary we had our 20th anniversary canceled on us obviously but it was an anniversary tour with a lot of other bands from kind of that era that are still around we had census fail and hawthorne heights uh and a newer band called the bomb pops so it was just like we're, we're in that era of our band which i'm so thankful for that like we're we've been around for two decades like people come to our shows who have kids who like like they're bringing their kids to the shows now and the kids like us you know and it's we're turning into like one of my favorite bands or actually my favorite band ever is bad religion so that 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 whole like era is like what i'm i'm i can't believe we're sort of going down that road you're definitely on a different level but just becoming a band that like there's no reason for us to ever like break up we've gotten all of our fights out of our system we're all like (laughs) chill and cordial with each other now and we're we're just uh we're having fun getting old and being an old band so it's it's right that's that's phenomenal that's phenomenal and and i'm gonna go see bad religion friday actually yeah i'll be uh, there with our with our buddy steel oh are you are you gonna be there Uh, they truly are like a band that i travel to see and i i uh I'm going Friday and Saturday. I just don't miss oh, them at this point That's in my great. life. I saw them earlier on the tour. I flew to Vegas or sorry, I drove to Vegas, uh, which was like a week after I got home from tour. But I was like, I'm not. <laughs> I love Vegas and I love Bad Religion and Alkaline Trio. I'm going to the show. I'm not missing it. Are they doing any Christmas songs? I don't know. That would be. I, I bet you they will. Would be which, cool. is a, which is amazing. I'll take one. I'll take one. Song. Yeah, I'll take one. I'll take one. <laughs> and. and and going back to being a band for 20 years. And I know Randy's been in bands. Of course, Eric's been in. Yep, is yep. still in bands. It must be so tough. I, I'm a huge Pearl Jam fan and, and mm-hmm. seeing them on stage after all these years and still enjoying themselves. Yeah. Um, Cause I've seen a lot of bands that go out there and just go through the motions and they don't totally, enjoy yeah. themselves. Mm-hmm. But, um, but a band to stick together for 20 years, it's just, it must be insane. It must be crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know, there, there were lineup changes up until 2006. I started in 2004. I've been playing in bands since I was, you know, I started playing bass when I was, 15 been in band since i was 17 i went on my first tour two weeks after i graduated high school like i've been doing this for a minute now and uh yeah i mean it's cool like we we love each other like brothers to the point like we've all fought and called each other terrible names and you know we're we're kind of past that it's not like there's not some band trauma there but but uh (laughs) you know we're, we're definitely past it and and i think we all especially after this last tour and saw what it meant to people um it's it just it's such a cool thing and I'm, I'm very grateful that we get to do it and that people care and and 
I always say like because I'm still such a fan of all the bands I grew up listening to, I I'd make it, you know, I make it a point to find newer bands, which is what my radio show is about and like I just love that how I feel about like Bad Religion or the Bouncing Souls or Jenny Lewis or any of these bands that like mean the world to me that people feel that way about my band, so I I just I'm just super grateful that I'm in that position. Yeah, that must be amazing. And to top it all off, you're a massive Star Wars fan. Yeah, <laughs> that uh, you know, that's a lifelong thing. That's a that's <laughs> yeah, it doesn't a, go away. Sure. Yeah, it doesn't go but away. My mother, you know, I, I remember asking my mother like, wh- like, what's her earliest memory of me liking Star Wars? And it's something so beyond like my formative memory. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I don't remember the things she remembers. Like, I remember playing. You know, my entry point for most things is like. At that point, there were toys. I played with them, but I still collect a bunch of stuff. Um, but it was always about the toys early on and 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 using like being creative and, and using my imagination to play. Uh, I didn't have a sister come into my life until I was nine. So I was just a spoiled brat for like the first nine years. So I had nice. all the Kenner toys, every single thing that there there possibly could be. And yeah, to me, I just like had a, a literal lifelong connection to Star Wars and uh and only, you know, only sort of recently, I would say in the last like seven or eight years, have I like really gotten into the community of Star Wars as like an adult, you know, like mm. I've always loved it, but didn't really start to go to conventions and, and make friends with people uh, and meet people, uh, you know, for a little bit before. Basically, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a poser. Basically, once Disney bought lucasfilm and there were going to be new movies <laughs> i was like oh star wars is back like it's back and it's not going to go away so oh yeah well you're not I'm the in. only one buddy yeah, yeah, yeah. The, i i only started listening to podcasts star wars based podcasts randy's old podcast mm-hmm. uh, and when that deal actually went down I, yeah. I got excited again i started mm-hmm. listening to totally. them i started listening to star wars underworld and then rogue one and then voila we got our own yep. podcast now exactly but yeah that's great man that's phenomenal and amazing and it's a great podcast. Check Thanks. it out. We're going to have all that stuff, all his information, stuff on Bayside, stuff on Thank the Maker, and the uh, your other your other podcast, which is is great. The Radio Radio Show. Yeah, that's yeah. also going to be all over the show notes. So just click awesome. on and listen away. But how's everybody else doing? Uh, Randy, how you doing, buddy? Doing all right. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you want me to keep going? I can. Yeah, please. I'm doing really good. Yeah, I really am. <laughs> Good. I finished the circle, Randy. Did you really? Yeah, season two, all done. And, and and what is your what are your thoughts? I was very surprised at the ending. I was very surprised that they picked the people that they picked to be the really? finalists. But I, I wasn't mad. So see I what you should have said. People. Is I, was I have really my surprised. couple of people. I what you should have said is I was really surprised that it ended up where it started. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said that. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the force so of dad many, jokes like, is dad just joke, like uh, Eric important. has been riding the momentum for like a couple of episodes, man. I love. He was it, on man. a heater last week, dude. Oh, which I just still coming with it, man. Which These I kids. love because I, I'm usually the one with the with the dad jokes, and Eric's taking over, which I love. It's yeah, but Eric's are funny. Oh. <laughs> okay, King Tom. Make some <laughs> <laughs> Eric, how you doing, bud? Man, I'm great. Uh, Henry is doing really well. You know, he tested positive for COVID, but uh, mm-hmm. within just a few days, he was b- back to being symptom free. And 
We have been limping through this week, both of us sitting at this very table, me trying to do my work, him in front of his little tiny Chromebook doing remote school (laughs) and me trying to maintain my sanity. I'm so ready for this week to be on the backside (laughs) so that they're back in school. And then in two weeks back at your house for two weeks, right? Yeah. But at least part of that, I'll be off work. So I have no obligation to sit down here for hours with, uh, dude, I love my kids. I love them, but <laughs> you're not designed to sit at a table shoulder to shoulder with them for seven and eight hours. And it's just too much. Oh yeah. No, I, I, I never realized how intolerant I am of like fidgety noises. And <laughs> it's like, can you stop breathing so loud? <laughs> I was just in traffic coming from my mom's house, picking up Malik coming here. It was an hour long traffic. It was awful, but I had to hear fly me to the moon. 15 times in a row because he kept saying, Frankie, baby, Frankie, baby, Frankie, baby. That's what he says. Every time he hears Frank Sinatra's voice, and it could have been worse. I could have been listening. Yeah. To stuff, but yeah. But well, I'm glad he's doing good, man. I'm glad. Uh, yeah. He's on, on the up and up. Right so on. somebody asked me that I work with, what are you going to do if Stella tests positive whenever they have to, they'll go get a, a COVID test at the end of this week just to get clearance to go back to school. Right. Cause she's had to quarantine too. I right. said, I'll move away. Just <laughs> that's, that's it. That'll just be, I'm out of here. One. Yeah. I can't, yeah, yeah. Right. I can't. First of all, my job would just shit. It's right. like, Hey, sorry. I know we're in our busiest time of the year, but I'm not going to be in again this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just, uh, I'm a little thrown off by less drinking beer out of a shot glass. It's throwing me off this entire <laughs> it's time. It's not a shot glass. It's a mini pint glass from Anaheim brewery. <laughs> Dude, in your hands, okay. though, you're so world breaker's hands. Yeah. No, yeah. God damn it. God damn it. No, no, you you're doing a power hour so right now, you know? A shot a minute. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Get oh your real God, good. that sounds horrible. <laughs> no wonder, Les, no wonder you think your dick is so big. It's those hands. <laughs> oh. I, I mean, small. Opposite. That would be there's a, slap, there's a slapping joke in there somewhere that I'm just oh, like, right. you with. God damn it, small. You're right. Boo, how you doing, boo? I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm enjoying the jokes. I'm, I made an awful joke at, at Brittany earlier tonight. She asked Uh-oh. me. She asked me, "Do you like uh, beef stroganoff?" I was like, uh, "I was like, yeah, I, I, only when I'm stroganoff my beef." Mm. And she just totally just she yeah. didn't she she heard me. She understood, but she did just just let it go over. And she asked me again. She's like, "Do you like beef stroganoff?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, beef stroganoff's good." <laughs> she heard it. Sure yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm doing good. Doing good. King Tom, how's the um, new job? It's it's go. I'll be getting used to having no free time. So kind of like oh, okay. the opposite of Nick. Uh, yeah. But you know, I'm I'm glad to be working again. Good. Well, I'm glad everybody's doing great. I think it's time to jump into some week in <laughs> geek. Uh-oh. Sorry. Dog. Oh, no, that's noise. great. No, it's all right. What, what kind of dog is it? <laughs> Uh, that's Finn. He's mostly a poodle. Uh, he's a poodle, <laughs> uh, Maltese Shih Tzu. He's a designer dog. I rescued oh, him. Yeah, and yeah, he's, yeah. uh, he's the love of my life, but he's, he's protecting the house right now. He's barking at some people. That's they're awesome. Like, I have two Dobermans <laughs> and they're usually sitting right next to me. Oh, they're here. <laughs> yeah, they're right here. I just can't see them. They're so dark here. <laughs> here all right, let's, uh, let's do a little shenanigans. Let's, uh, guys listen to all of our episodes on the sithless.net where you can find us jibber jabbering and you can find our videos or youtube videos les and i just got done with hawkeye episode 
four, which we're going to dive into, which we loved. We did a uh, reaction video for that. And we're going to do Book of Boba Fett at the end of the month. So check us out there and subscribe. And also go to T Public where we have like five shirts left, but they're coming back slowly. They're coming back. <laughs> they are coming back. Uh, and um, yeah. And then go to our Pod It Forward page where you can listen to some wonderful podcasts like Thank the Maker. I'm going to put them on our Pod It Forward page if Hell they yeah. allow us to. Um, and uh, yeah, that's all that. And box office. And Canto, still number one, 12.7 million. Go, Ghostbusters Afterlife, 10.4. Hanging in there, number two, but solid number two. House of Gucci, 6.8. And Christmas with the Chosen, The Messengers, $4.1 million. Oh, and Eternals, by the way, $3.9 million. So, uh, yeah. And Canto, still number one. Not doing great, but um, doing okay. Next week, I believe we're going to get West Side Story and No Way Home. And the following week, we're going to get Matrix Resurrections. So I think it's going to be ramping up pretty crazy. Nick, are you going to go see the Spider-Man film? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm lagging a little bit on, on new releases. I have not seen Eternals, but I've also not been spoiled at all. Like, I have not heard much. Like, well, clearly that means I haven't listened to you guys talk about it. I missed that episode. Sorry, guys. That's <laughs> no, okay. But... uh but, I don't even remember talking yeah, about it. Yeah, I, I watched, uh, let's see, probably about 10 days ago, I saw Ghostbusters and I thought it was fun. I was, uh, you know, I was fully not prepared to, for that ending. The ending right. was, mm -hmm. the ending was right. like, okay, this is a good movie. Like, I, yeah, I tried to explain it without spoiling it for some people. Uh, Adam from our podcast, it's his birthday today, and uh, yeah, he's birthday, a big yeah. Ghostbusters guy. And I was like, I'm going to try to not lead, you know, the witness here. But, right. I know you and you cry to Star Wars a lot. You're going to cry for the ending of Ghostbusters. Yeah, I got sure. I got emotional. King <laughs> yeah, Tom, yeah. did you get emotional? I did. I did too. Because I, I also just did. wasn't expecting it. I don't know. I, I was watching the movie. I was having a good time. There was, there was like, to me, like the right amount of corniness, which is like mm -hmm. the same amount of corniness in the original ones, but it's just so much more polished now. You know, like it's right, just, right. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. There's, it's hard to explain, but. For some reason, you know, everyone, how it ended from, uh, have you guys, have you guys talked about it? Can I talk spoilers here about Ghostbusters? Um, I think, I think we held back because okay. some of the, you guys haven't seen it, okay. but do you guys care if we spoil this? Well, no, oh, man, I'm not going to get out to go see it anytime. Yeah, okay. Oh, well, all right. So I'll we're just going to put it we're, this way. Light spoilers. Yeah. Whoever shows up at the end, totally. I was not expecting that. And then from that point on, it was just, I feel like 10 out of 10. Like yes. emotional <laughs> nostalgia, all that type of stuff. The, the one, so great. the one that showed up. Yeah, okay. the one that showed up. Okay, because the, the I have a good guess in mind. I have a very good guess in mind now. <laughs> yeah, let's just okay, guys. Listen, of if you don't want to be spoiled, if you don't want to be spoiled for Damn. Ghostbusters, just just forward about three minutes, four minutes. That's all hmm. we'll talk about on three, so, on one, two, and three spoil. Unless what do you think happened first? So here's what I'm going to say. I'm pretty sure because there's stock footage that they were able to work in Harold Ramis in some way, shape or form mm -hmm. and use his don't cross the streams or we're going to cross the streams, mm -hmm. you know, just use him in his Ghostbusters no. footage no. or at the very least find a way to superimpose that man into this thing. As well, yes. The grand sure. yes. Yeah. So yes. that he alone they used would be really he became awesome. he became a ghost. Mm. Yes. And mm -hmm. he helps out at the very end. Yes. Mm -hmm. His, his granddaughter. 
Yes, I could see. That. And, and I feel it was like the because effect, of him, the effect they had on him was very like force ghosty. So it yes, I, it, it might have been all CGI, but because they had like basically a filter on him, it looked way more real than if you know they were trying to do Grand Moff Tarkin. You know, like it looked way more right. believable because he was blue and sparkly and yada he yada. Looked, I I can't believe how good he looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah he great. did. It was. It was great. And they also and, didn't okay. have to make him talk, which I think is like a movie That's magic right. thing. Like that made yeah. it more believable because he kind of, mm -hmm. I don't think he even spoke at all. Um, no. But I mean, everyone else showed up too. That that was the first surprise because I just. Well, I kind of knew that. Happened. When they, I yeah. knew the other three showed up, right? Okay. When they showed up yeah. at the end, yeah. I was thinking, oh, great. And, and I loved seeing them, but I didn't want them being the ones to beat. Yeah. And I didn't, I was like, oh, great. You know, they're going to take it, take it away from the kids. And it's going to be the old one saving the day, but that was not how it worked. So when 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 Spangler came back in at the end, the, then yeah, the emotions started hit. Yeah, and I started okay. bawling when Ray Park Jr. came out and saying, "Busta makes me feel good." And then Huey Lewis, when he came out and, and saying, "I want a new drug." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All and right. and cool. did am I wrong or did Harold Ramis like write? He wrote it, right? Him and someone else. I, Ivan Wright. The original. Well, yeah. the new one. I thought there there. No, that's Jason and Ivan. Jason okay. Reitman yeah. and Ivan okay, Reitman okay. wrote yeah. it. Yeah, not gotcha. mistaken. Yeah. I got them confused too. Because I know, he, like, he passed away. Like, I know Harold passed away a while ago, but I could have sworn mm -hmm. I saw that he had writing credits, and I was like, oh, maybe they've been working oh, maybe. on that for a while. Maybe, maybe could they have been because the the footage they used during the um and credit scenes hmm. oh yes they used some footage mm, from past okay. I'm pull, and that was that was that IMDb. deleted scenes i think it was a deleted scene from the Th original they used the deleted scene from yeah that was cool i pulled up imdb cool. real quick and it says writing credits gil kanan jason reitman and then those both say written by and then it says dan Aykroyd, Harold ramus but then next to their names it says based on 1984 ghost oh. so oh okay. okay so they just yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Great. okay um anybody watch anything cool uh randy yeah, did you I watch did. anything cool you did less uh, no. randy did you no 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 less I, I yeah actually go ahead eric what'd you get no no you go no? ahead man I actually watched a couple of episodes of the newest, uh, the newest episodes of uh, Masters of the Universe Revelation. Oh, okay. oh, I forgot that that released. How was it? It's it's good. There's only one thing that I can't, I, I just can't. It, it, I tried, and I'm like, you know what? It's not going to change now, and that is, and people are going to get pissed. I'm sorry, y'all, but Mark Hamill voices Skeletor, and. How easily, easily, all I got is the Joker. Joker, no, yeah. yeah, the Joker. I, I, That's I felt all that too. I got. All I, I, every little thing. I'm like, dude, it's the Joker. Like, it's just flat out the same. And I'm like, come on. I love Mark Hamill. I know he's great as a voice actor, but it just, it just, I couldn't shake it. I really tried. I tried. Like, okay, this is Skeletor talking, not the Joker. <laughs> you know, but. It just didn't so work. So you got pissed and you went and watched the GoBots. <laughs> no, that's coming though. Like, can you watch the GoBots? Is there even a that's way? the question? Yeah, I don't think on you YouTube can you can watch it on YouTube. No, I don't think YouTube will allow that. <laughs> <laughs> no, they won't allow. And it. not because of copyright issues. They just won't allow that. Yeah, that's wow. right. Y'all really have to find a way. <laughs> yeah, because they bullshit. 
Eric, what would you watch, bud? So just tonight, man, we sat down and watched uh, ABC's live in front of a studio audience. Oh, did you see this? Mm-hmm. Was it different uh, strokes? Different strokes and um, facts of life. And Crazy. they it was live. They it wasn't terrible, and uh, it definitely had some some cool moments in it. The I don't know. It's it's something you just have to experience if you've never never seen the sh- original shows. There's no point. In Were they it. like revivals of the originals? So what they did yeah. is they had they had like a lot of A list actors and actresses recreate one episode of the Facts of Life and one episode of Different Strokes. Like Kevin Hart Life. was was Arnold. Well, <laughs> which was wow. hilarious when he came That's out. Rad. I was dying, man. I was dying. And uh, yeah, they just do a beat for beat of the episode, oh, the original rad. episode. And uh, it was pretty cool. And what's, you know, they had a like a handful of the remaining original cast members come out, which, you know, for different strokes, there's one of them, mm-hmm. Todd Bridges. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, with the facts of life, the woman who played Blair. She, she still talking, looks dude. exactly. Exa- I saw her today, Eric. I yeah. saw her today on Twitter. Uh-huh. I, I couldn't believe it. Like, and I'm talking about like, doesn't look like she's had a ton of work. Doesn't nope. vaguely look. She looks exactly the same. Tootie looks good too, right? Yes, she does. She does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did George Clooney show up? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> see, that would have been cool. There's it, a pretty strokes episode. Did they do? Uh, the one where it's pretty early on from the show uh, where Arnold w- is constantly under Willis's feet and he has his buddy over Vernon, I think, and they're mm-hmm. taking pictures for class and they're trying to uh, develop them in the bathroom because, you know, Mr. Drummond's loaded and has this amazing penthouse, <laughs> but they only have enough bedrooms for <laughs> Willis and Arnold to have to share one. But right. uh, Willis... Arnold's convinced Willis doesn't like him anymore. And that's the whole gist of the episode. And I don't, this won't be a spoiler because it happens right at the beginning, but Willis's friend is played by Snoop Dogg. And it's, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh shit. And Kevin Hart like makes a in character, but out of character gag about it at the end, which is pretty great. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, the yeah, ABC what, does a good job with those. They did the Jeffersons. They did one day at a time, I think as well. Um, they, they do them like once a year. Yeah, what they, facts of life do they do? Uh, they people are like, I can't remember exactly how it rolled down, but they're essentially bidding on the chance to have dinner with one of these people. And it's supposed to be completely random, but this dude is wanting to end up with Blair. And so they give him the inside track, but it's, He's like a total nerd and uh, what's her name? Natalie actually set it up. Natalie. So this guy would win. Not real, not thinking about the fact that this guy was the one actually, actually getting crapped on because it was like <laughs> bring the ugliest dude to the dance sort of thing. And uh, it was Oh, that. I remember. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember that one. What's funny that- dude is in that different strokes episode, Arnold gets ready to say a line and I like it, it's something it. I yeah. have thought about for years where he's like, I want you to stop that bickering. And he says, I ain't said one single bick. And I knew it was coming. And I'm like, bring it home. They got to do a threes company. But I don't know who would be John Ritter. Maybe Ryan Reynolds. Tough one. Maybe Randy. Maybe Ah. Randy. And maybe Randy. 
I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Would it be one of those things where (laughs) where they like bring his son, his son just out of respect? Oh, I feel yes. like they're not the same uh, by any means, the same actor. They're not, but. they're not, but his son's a good actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he looks like him. But yeah. the key question is who plays Larry? Yes, oh. that is the key. Way. That is the key question. Eric, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I trimmed my chest hair, dude. I can't be here. <laughs> Did it already grow back? I hope smirch Larry. Chest hair. I don't anymore, man. Don't besmirch Larry. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? When you make yeah, fun of Viraj for being hairy, it's it's both ways now. Uh, I'm here now. By the way, hey. Randy, I don't, I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you know this, Randy, but we got two Persians now up in here, by the way. It's the first time in the history of Sith List that this bitch has two Persians up in here. <laughs> I didn't know if you knew I was Persian, Randy. You need to uh, mention it. That's a big yeah. surprise. Okay. Good. So, Raj, are you full full Persian, both parents? I, I am. Both both parents, my, my grandmother... Um, was Sicilian. Uh, okay, but so I'm. Very, my mother is third generation Italian. Yeah, we're though, brothers, so. dude. We're already. Good lord, I thought you guys <laughs> looked similar. Yeah, and Randy's Sicilian too. So awesome. Um, yeah, we I got talk, blood in us. <laughs> blood in. You got blood in you. You yeah. definitely have blood. <laughs> uh, would hope so. <laughs> you keep drinking that fruity drink, dude. <laughs> it's tasty. Uh, it's they got tasty. a whole big I, bottle. Dude. I, I watched King Richard. On HBO Max and thought it was great. I didn't want to watch it. I didn't have any like, I didn't wasn't any desire to watch it. But Lorena made me watch it and I enjoyed it. Fully enjoyed it. Because I'm not a big Serena fan. I'm I'm a big Venus fan. I thought she was phenomenal. Um, Serena obviously is, was become one of the greatest tennis player, if not the greatest in history. I just wasn't a huge fan. I'm a big fan of Venus, and this was more so about Venus and and uh, her father. And his 78 page plan since they were born the day they were born to get them to be the next Michael Jordan's of tennis. And it panned down and panned out and worked out. Will Smith's going to get nominated for an Oscar for sure. Um, it was really good. So I would, if you have HBO max, I would definitely watch it. It's worth watching. That's for sure. But other than that, I don't think, Oh, and then I, I restarted the Witcher. Uh, I, I started where I left off episode six. They went to go get some dragon and it was like a Lord of the Rings thing so yeah i'm still trying to get in it man i'm still trying to get into it and it's hard for me and i don't know why it's hard for me i feel like my nerd badge is like leaving me (laughs) while i'm watching it because i'm not fully liking it and i feel bad about it so i'm gonna what's what's the issue what's the hang up it just seems a little cheesy the way that it's filmed i don't know the way that it's shot the way that it's filmed it seems like it's one of those Run of the mill. I don't know what, what was the uh, what was the show that we were watching last with uh, uh, Uhtred? Uh Last Kingdom, which I loved, but it feels like Last Kingdom. Uh, and and the way that the Witchers talked about it's talked about like in the upper echelon of like pop culture right now. I'm like, oh my god, the Witchers coming back! How great! Um, but I'm not finished yet. So it's just kind of like Randy in Succession. Randy watched Succession for one or two episodes, gave up on it, and then um, he promised me that he's going to keep watching. No, I did not. 
No, I did not. I haven't seen the newest Succession, but I'm I'm enthralled by that show. I yes, the newest one, best yeah. episode yet. Yeah. I, Last I week, Le- the, the party, the Kendall's party one, was the most like cringeworthy thing in oh, a good way. Wait, like, wait man, till the end, so Nick. Good. Wait till the end of this last one. That's I'll watch why it after I, this. I text Randy instantly, and I text Steele <laughs> because I know Steele watches it. Um, it was. Unbelievable. What happens at the end is unbelievable and it's phenomenal. So I, I, I for some I hadn't watched it for you know up until recently. And finally somebody on Twitter was like, You need to watch it. It's basically arrested development, but a drama. And I was like, All right, that's one of my favorite yeah. arrested developments, one of my favorite shows. Just the family, you know, right. Unlike right. an unlikable rich family. So I was like, All right, I guess that's my entry. Dysfunctional, and, unlikable, yeah, exactly. cutthroat. Oh my yeah. god. It sounds really good, Nick. I think I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to uh jump into some Star Wars. There's some Star Wars news. So Kylo It's time for Eric's Star Wars report. Well, we did actually have some big news pop up just not very long ago. And yeah. that is Deadlines reporting this, but a couple of other, you know typically correct insiders if you will that we see on twitter have also backed this up and they have cast a lead for the acolyte and her name is and i'm i'm sorry i'm not familiar with her with her amanda stenberg she has some of the coolest hair i've ever seen in my life but but yeah there we go and I, that's one of the shows from that list of stuff they have coming up that I think intrigues me the most. So seeing that it's moving forward and seeing that it's got a uh, like a female main character, I think will be really cool. Also, that's it, that's one of those things that like firsthand I can tell you with having a little girl, she's nine years old. That the female lead characters really have an impact on her. Sure. It makes it makes a big difference. So this is pretty exciting, man. Did you guys see this? Are you are you hip to it? I just saw the tweet that you sent our our DM group. So that's really cool news, man. Yeah, I'm down. Um, Amanda Stenberg is is a good one to have too. So she's young enough for them to do certain things with her if they want to. I don't know what the direction they want to take with this, but like prolong uh, it. Yeah. So and uh, if anyone's looking, she was in a movie called The Hate You Give. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've heard about that. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, she started off as the little tiny girl in uh, the Hunger Games. Oh, um, shit. She was the, the the little girl that was she got yeah. sent from district like nine or whatever when it was. Right. If I'm not mistaken, so. And she she was hanging around with J-Law the whole time. And then. Yeah. Unfortunately, something happened to her. Right. Yep. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> It always works best when you have the alert after the spoiler. It really does. <laughs> really uh, that. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool. It looks like the boomerang, man. Patty Jenkins back. <laughs> okay. And uh, Rogue Squadron back in. I, I don't, I don't want to say it's not on the list of when it's going to be. It's not, ta- you know, taking its place back to where it was on the schedule as far as I can tell. But she quit a project, which I believe it was Cleopatra. Yes. Mm-hmm. To come back and focus on this Rogue Squadron and then obviously Wonder Woman. And, you know, I'm curious if this was ultimately there really was creative differences and they worked them out or if this whole scheduling thing was really the deal. But uh, like, Nick, what's your take on this, man? 
I I mean, my take on all of Star Wars is I want them to not saying they don't have their shit together, but get your shit together <laughs> because <laughs> because I want more Star Wars. It's not because I I don't dislike anything. I I mean, why I listen to this podcast is because you guys are real about things, and I know you love it in the long run. You know, like I know mm-hmm. you love Star Wars in the long run, so it's okay to critique things as long as you understand what's going on. Yada yada. I just want more Star Wars, so I'm tired of directors being fired and and movies being pushed back and creative differences and all this stuff i want to be on the schedule of watching star wars the way fans of marvel are you know and like ultimately that's where i work my way back from so you know i was stoked for the announcement of patty when you know when that whole she did that whole uh was it for celebration? When was it? Or was it a year? Yeah, after I think that was a Disney sh- thing. Uh, yeah, shareholder yeah, yeah, shareholders right? thing. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So I was stoked then, and then I got real scared after Wonder Woman two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was uh, a bad one. Man. But yeah, I mean, if it's back in, cool. I just I I want there to be, uh, you know, I I don't know what the major malfunction is back here. I mean, it's they need. I just want more. I don't know what they need or what they need to do. I just want more and I want it more consistently. So do whatever they got to do to make that happen. Right. Is that too much to ask Star Wars? No. I mean, they, they've it. owned Lucasfilm for when did they buy it before 2013? 2012. 2012. We're coming up on a decade now and it seems like it's not a well, well-oiled machine. So it's like, right. Like they've put out some bangers, obviously, mm-hmm. especially on the uh, streaming side of things. But you're right. We've had news after news after news yeah. of things just not working out. Um, but you know what? You're, I'm like you, man. I'm, as long as they put something out and it's quality, mm-hmm. I'm good with that. I don't care if it takes five years yeah. as long as we get it. And it's and, just and I, such I, a, yeah. to me, it's such like a, I made this point and I'd love to tell you guys, like, I feel like because Star Wars is such a huge entity and the, the leakers and the people looking for scoops are constantly digging Therefore, there's a lot of misinformation out there. There's a lot of clickbaity stuff because there's not enough news. If they if they put more stuff out and more official press releases and more information, there'd be less to lie about, I feel like. But instead, all the Star Wars bloggers, leakers, scoopers, all these people, like the people who just want clickbait articles, they get to lie and fabricate stuff. So if there was more official news, I feel like there'd be less bullshit out there. So that's my that's take a, on it that's a really interesting slant i mean we, you know some of our some of our friends that we're closer with who have been in that sort of thing it's like for them it's less about making it up and basically any tidbit that they hear yeah that you know maybe like the the rumblings are actually mm-hmm. there but they like this is all we got let's yeah. let's just talk about it mm-hmm. But I do think, man, it would behoove Disney. Now, listen, I certainly am not part of this business, so I don't understand the ins and outs of it. But I wouldn't go all in with shouting from the rooftops. Here's who we got. And here's what we're doing. Because we're going to be excited either way. They don't need to start generating that excitement. And I realized with the shareholders, you're like, hey, look, here's what we're doing with your money sort of thing. (laughs) But I mean, if they hadn't made such a huge deal about mm-hmm. announcing all these directors before they even got moving on films, it wouldn't have been such a big deal when those directors they were working with disappeared into yeah. the into the into the ether. Yeah. So I think it would be a good idea if they would focus on announcing things that are 
mm-hmm. ready or closer to ready to go. Yeah. But well, if it's about think about that D23 or the shareholders meeting, whatever it was, think about that l- list of Star Wars projects Kathleen Kennedy was standing in front of. A solid mm-hmm. third of them are gone. So that's not going to stoke out shareholders either. You know, so it's it's right. real. Right. It's just I don't know. I love it, and I'm not going anywhere, and I'm here for the overall story and the expansion of the overall <laughs> yeah, story, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> just give me more of it, please. Right, right. And everything that Marvel's doing on their side is so phenomenal. Somebody, somebody in our uh, in our YouTube comments said, like, we only got two episodes left, and there's a shit ton of stuff to be answered in Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. How are they going to answer it? Yeah. And then they answered themselves by, oh, yeah, it's Marvel. I'm sure yeah, it'll yeah. be great. Totally, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. And I, and I, I replied, absolutely. Trust them. They know what they're doing. So, well, are you, are you, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Eric. I'm no, sorry. no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just going to ask Randy and, and, and Boo if they're excited about this Patty Jenkins news. I mean, are people generally excited to have a Rogue Squadron show or a movie? Is this a, a series or is this a movie? It's a movie. It's a movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Boo, you want to take it? Yeah, you know, I, I I do have to agree. You know, the uh, the Patty Jenkins stuff. You know, uh, Wonder Woman two made me nervous as well. <laughs> but uh, it, just like I think everybody else, I just I want to see it. You know, it it I just give it to me. It's it can't be horrible. You know what I mean? Like even even you know, like we talked about the Marvel side. You know, Thor two is an awful movie, but it it's awful. It's not like it's poorly made or anything like that. Or it's it's if it was on TV, sure. Could I watch something else? Yeah. But if it's on in the background, you know, it's it's not like it's I got to change it. This is garbage. It's got to go. It's not that bad. So it, it's not going to be horrible. And anything more that we can get, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. You, know, you, you can put anything out there, Star Wars related, and I'd be completely sold. So, yeah, you know, of course, I'm excited. I think everybody should be excited because it's just more stuff. No matter which way you look at it, who's attached, what's who's in it, what's going on, why, it's just more Star Wars, and that's something that we should all embrace and enjoy. I was excited because the way she talked about it was so passionate, and she's mm-hmm. such a mm-hmm. huge fan. And talking, about, I think her father was a jet pilot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has personal like connections. Yeah, yeah, she had a personal connection. She's so excited to be involved. So I was like, I got pumped up just hearing her talk. So. Hmm. I'm I'm stoked. I got no problems with it. So something popped up that for remember when we were talking about the Galactic Star Cruiser and all the things you get for your money, there's uh they deleted this promo video. I didn't get to see it before it was taken down. Apparently Me it's awful. Before it's, we jump into that real quick, one thing I do yeah. want to mention, uh, you know, I'm typically a, a fairly big collector and Hasbro, they had their HasLab campaign i guess is what you would refer to it as and it's like their internal kickstarter and that's where the sale bars came from well they mm-hmm. then they did the razor crest which they have not fulfilled yet which i get no, i ordered you know, that i did not have it yet yeah how <laughs> long ago was that oh shit really? over a year yeah it was yeah, that was it was originally supposed to be delivered um october of it was year. before i don't know when but it was definitely before the episode where they blew up the razor crest yeah <laughs> Well, we just send it to you in pieces now. That's yeah. Uh, yeah, That's why the Lego kit went up in value big time. (laughs) Uh, But but you know, it was supposed to ship in October, and I remember specifically because when I was begging my wife to to get that for me, I'm like, it'll be there for my birthday, 
the next year. But then, you know, obviously the pandemic and all these things. And it's supposed to be out in spring. But unlike the sale barge where they were sending you updates on a fairly regular basis for the people who backed it, we've got nothing. Yeah. It's like right. one time it's like, hey, it was just a razor crisp. Well, anyway, they had a they had a, a HasLab campaign for a six inch black series scale Rancor. And it was not performing well. It hmm. one day out, it was at 63% back. And some people who really wanted it started like the rally cry. And long story short, at midnight, you know, the, I was recording the motivators with Cruiser this past week and we were watching it down to the wire and it ended at 86% is what the website oh. said. But then the next morning it showed it was 95%. Hmm. And they cut it. They, that I, I thought maybe they would say, Hey, that's close enough. Oh, they, they would, cut it. They're not doing yeah. it. Nope. It was oh, too little, shit. too late. And they, they dropped Sorry, Rancor. So, it, it, you know, it's just like in the movie. It just didn't make it out. So, <laughs> but it, it's a little bit of a bummer because on one hand, I didn't. Like, that wasn't something I was clamoring for. Oh, man, if only they would have a giant-ass Rancor that I could have in my house. <laughs> right. But yeah. now that I know I can't get it, because I backed it just because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> now that I know I'm not getting it, I'm a little bit bummed. Because I think it would have been kind of neat. Not sail bars neat. And you get your money so, back? Is that how it works? Yeah, they don't actually no. take the money until it oh, shifts okay. to go no. into production. No. Okay, okay, okay. There's yeah. No, they keep no. it. It's a gamble. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it, Randy. <laughs> yeah. It's always ninety six percent. You don't get your money back. <laughs> well, it, what's it, what's messed up, man? Is it? And this has been an ongoing thing. Steel was just on my show a couple weeks ago, and it we're talking about with Hasbro, and we don't know for one thing with the like the promotion cycle for Book of Boba Fett. We don't know any other characters' names besides Boba Fett and Fennec Shand, and then obviously Bib Fortuna, but. We're looking at all these figures that are, they're taking pre-orders for, for like the deluxe Boba Fett and the the wave of Black Series figures with Fennec Shand and, and all this stuff. And they're talking about like uh, late spring 2022 delivery. And they're not, these aren't even Book of Boba Fett characters. They're season, last season of the Mandalorian figures. It's like, you're going to have this show on. And you're not going to have product in the store. I just don't understand. I wonder what, why that is. Why it's not I new? Still, I mean, we don't have Rise of Skywalker stuff like true. Black Series. You know, we have literally one. Like, there's no new Finn, no new Poe. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's as a collector, it's infuriating because yeah. it's it's just, I don't get it's it. Uninspiring. I, it's turning me off. Which good. I don't. I I need to spend money on other things. But <laughs> but, right. but if well, that's if, why the Rancor didn't make it. Yeah, because people are pissed off. But yeah, doesn't Disney step in and say, "What the fuck's going on?" Like, because yeah. for them, it's all fusion, mm -hmm. right? The the more product they sell, the more people want to go see the movies. The more people want to go to Disneyland and go to Galaxy's Edge. It's all, you know, comes full circle. Why won't they step in and say, "What the fuck is going on?" It. I That's really right. don't know because I do love having the figures. Yeah. I, I I like them, and unfortunately, like I have always intend to open them and display them. But what I really have is a warehouse with a yeah, ton right. of Same. red and black boxes. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I wish they would do something different because well, once it gets to the point where you can't even see a, a, a box in a store because they're just yeah. not shipping any, it, it it's, there's just no fun in it anymore. Yeah. 
it's like there's these cool new figures and i can pre-order it from entertainment earth and get it forever later but like actually going in the store and holding it in your hands and all this yeah. and now i'm on a tear <laughs> for hasbro pulse the pulse premium members they send out a notification email that the deluxe boba fett is going on on pre-order at insert time here right hour and a half later is when i see it gone it, it's, it's like you're taking pre-orders for something you haven't even made yet yeah, and your premium no subscribers to your dumbass sure. site can't yeah. get one. It makes no sense. Preach, preach, <laughs> preach. preach. Well, I, I, I don't know about literally plastic toys being made. I could only speak from band merch. When we do a pre-order, we, that, there's no end to that. We want right. to see how many we could sell. Yeah. <laughs> and right. then we let people know it's coming later. So yeah, I don't yeah. understand selling out a pre-order doesn't make any sense. To answer Raj's question, though, about Disney overall, um, I don't know about this year, but in previous years, they would always have their end of the year shareholder statements. And the line is all has always been that Star Wars merchandise is a strong seller. So whatever it is they're doing in the other sectors, making a ton of money for Disney, Disney's not complaining. It's just these collectors. Areas. Ah you know that so the profit might not be that great in the black series for disney right or the stuff that people of our generation are interested in you know they have the the other lines for kids or t-shirts because it's just i'm sure grogu made them zillion dollars you know yeah that too too. honestly most of these complaints revolve around hasbro Mm -hmm. that's (laughs) where the complaints stem it's not because you know you got t-shirts out the wazoo oh no it's hasbro other crap it's but, just but but my question is, Eric, was. and I don't know if Randy, you would know this. Did does it? They get a percentage of the sales, right? Obviously, at Disney would, or are they selling just the licensing? And Hasbro makes all of it. Obviously, well, Disney's going to get some. Yeah, I'm sure it's the licensing plus points. I can't imagine it yeah. being anything else. Yeah, but, so but a, you know, a when collector. You're ta- sorry, go ahead. No, no, go, oh, ahead, no, go, go ahead. ahead. I had a collector friend. He lives in North Carolina. We, you know, we have twenty four seven chat. He he gets to way more of like the discount stores than I do. So he's always finding stuff I never even saw on pegs mm-hmm. for That's crazy. dirt cheap. But he's a smart dude, and he one day he was just like, "Think about it, man. Black Series in Target is two pegs. They don't care about right. like two pegs yeah. in Target, you know. That's and like point. it's two pegs out of a <laughs> entire toy section. Like yeah. they don't care." It can't not only does Target not care to put it out, that's why you sometimes you have to ask the employees to go in the back and get it because it's so not a moneymaker. If you get one case of $20 black series, some scalper comes in and buys them all, and then those mm-hmm. pegs are just empty for months. Right, yeah. And it's obviously right, yeah. not a priority because it's just it's not even a whole aisle of Star Wars stuff anymore. It's two pegs yeah. in a section of Star Wars, and they're just fully empty. And all the little right, kid yeah. stuff is stocked all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I don't know. They're making more money on Cheez Its. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but then I mean, that's a good point because they, it's, you know, once it becomes where it's not sustaining itself, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just a disappointment, though. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a bummer because, man, one of the things I always liked was going in the stores and holding it in my hand. And, totally. And yeah. And I mean, I've talked about this a ton of times. One of the reasons I leave a lot of stuff in the box is because part of the nostalgia for me when I think back as a kid was being in the store and holding this thing and knowing totally. damn well my parents were not going to buy it for me. Right. And my attachment to this Tron. product was looking at it in the package in the mm-hmm. store. You know, but anyhow. 
Wait a minute, Les, you never had problems getting GoBots when you wanted them. <laughs> it, was it was never my, hard to was buy one, get 20 free. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Did there was one time I went to, that? remember the store Broadway? Does anybody remember that? There's a store no. named Broadway, which was a clothing store back in the day. Uh, it was like Macy's. And for some reason, in their bottom floor with a kid's section, they had a big box of like GoBots for 99 cents. And you can just well, put your hand in. Yes, it was a trash can. Yeah. It was, oh, that was a trash can. It was some random guy. It's a random guy selling fucking go That's in the parking lot, probably. Oh, fuck. All right. I'm sorry. So, yeah. Anyway, there's that. Oh, that was a good conversation about. Yeah. yeah. I just kind of wish I was getting rancor now, but I think it probably. Dude, I, been- I saw some dude like on Yak Faces, like Instagram mm-hmm. account. The first comment just said, we won after it failed i was like yeah what did you win like people are so that, stupid God, that's so just an asshole yeah yeah True that's a kid. fucking dick i we made one sure no I rancor i made yeah. sure that people <laughs> we got nothing did, yes <laughs> didn't get something they wanted yeah uh, that, hey man we're just so dickish man. oh my god that is terrible <laughs> um anyhow anyhow before i i'm because i'm like getting heated about it again uh so yeah let's 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 talk, let's talk about this Galactic Star Cruiser video because I after I was talking to Raj about it, I intentionally didn't go chase this down so I can experience it firsthand. Yes, and let's watch this guys. together. I haven't seen it. Have you guys? Have any of you guys it. seen this debacle? No. I I saw the thing that Steel did. Okay, I didn't I didn't see that. So so what? This is going to be our trailer trash, and so <laughs> it's a trailer for the Galactic Star Cruiser. Sorry, Star Wars, you have been nominated for this. So let's uh, let's watch it together. Hey, Ann Morrill. Hello there. I'm super excited to see what you and your team created. We cannot wait to have you aboard because Star Wars Galactic... Okay, I'm stopping right there. <laughs> it's already awful. Yeah. It's already awful. No, just kidding. Star Cruiser is a first-of-its-kind vacation experience where you get to spend two days and two nights living out your very own Star Wars story. Oh, I'm just too excited. We we got to go inside. Okay, I gotta, I'm going to kill this Dude, guy. come on. What is, come on. <laughs> come on. Who are they marketing to? Welcome to the Halcyon Star Cruiser. Wow. This is a Star Wars movie. Except it's not a movie, right? You get to. No, it's not. It's $6,000. In the middle of the action. And then there's activities you can do on here. Yeah, there are activities on board the ship. The first one that I'm really excited about is lightsaber training. Oh my gosh. Here on the bridge, we also invite all of our guests to do bridge operations training. And occasionally, this is where we can go to hyperspace. Punch it! Oh, he just said punch it. Really focused on making sure we have some of the best (laughs) entertainment in the galaxy on. He's got a strut too. One of which I'm so excited about is this pop star. Oh, he's taking off. He's taking off. He's not even listening. Don't do it, dude. Don't go. Is he is he like thirty something playing a twelve year old? (laughs) That just reminded me of dude from Dear Evan Hansen. This is what Disney thinks of us. What okay, the so the guy walks into a bar. What's going on? I just popped through that door and I have no way. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh oh. Look above and see those. Oh no. Oh no, you're not. Is this like this. the fifth element in the Diva Pavalaguna or whatever? Oh, that's no, no, good. fifth element was cool. 
That's funny. <laughs> That's very good. All around, change is coming, something new. This is six thousand dollars. <laughs> because this is something we've definitely seen in Star Wars. Before. Oh yeah, breaking into song. Look at that. Oh, there it is. The diva. All right, all right, all right. That is the oh, least amount of skin a Twi'lek has ever shown on oh, yeah. screen in Star Wars. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, you must be from the conservative side. Oh, he came back. There you are. Oh, my <laughs> I wish you would have gotten lost. And this performer just came out of nowhere. You just it, met Gaia. She was incredible. Let's get you back to the launch pod to your home planet. Her name is Earth? Sounds great. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Good Gaia. Lord. Yeah, yeah. that's Earth, dude. Okay. Well, well it's shaped like havoc. Okay. The should I, should I shape... full disclosure before yeah. this gets awkward and feel free to do say whatever you want. Right. Us and our podcast, me, Ryan, and Adam are all going on like the second voyage of this thing. We already have our, our trip planned. So No, oh, you wow. don't. Yes. Do you really? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. Well, you're gonna be okay. the insider well, on this. All, yes, yes, yeah, yes. we're 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 slightly jealous. We want you to come back. Well, here here's one thing. That, thing. We're we have Four people in the room, so it came out to seventeen hundred dollars each. So it's oh. not six thousand, but you put oh, okay. four people in a room at seventeen hundred. It's a little bit more okay. reasonable, still astronomical. Sure. But I had nothing to do with the decision. We have a friend who's a mm-hmm. Disney travel agent who basically spent twelve hours on the phone booking a bunch of people's rooms, and okay. they were like, "I was, I personally was like, I think I'd rather try and get a Disney uh, annual pass." at the time mm-hmm. that we were booking this right. thing. Um, so I was like, I'd rather spend my money on that because I'd get to use that weekly. Um, that didn't happen. And then they were like, don't worry about the money. We'll figure it out. So they just booked it. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going. I mean, I wanted to go, but... No, that's cool, uh, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, that, which part are you most excited for? After yeah, seeing nothing that I saw in that, <laughs> that trip. <laughs> the shrimp cocktail. You got to look yeah. at that thing. That thing was... Yeah. I, looked I don't know. It's weird. We've been... We've for sure been talking about it a bunch on our podcast. We had Ashley Eckstein on last week because she got a preview right. and, you know, she was... What'd she sure. say? She, was she, cool? she was stoked. It wasn't like the full experience yet, but I mean, she was saying what Galaxy's Edge is. It's just yeah. like the immersion of Galaxy's Edge. It's like Star Cruiser is like a million times more than that, which Ooh, I mean, okay. whatever. Well, it's hey, gonna, it's going to be buddies, a bunch of us probably drinking too much and being in Star Wars, so... Let me tell you, dude. If I had a chance to go to Galaxy Star Cruiser with these guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh yeah, I, it would be fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because we, we, uh, except for Randy, Randy would be clowning it. Ripping on it the whole fucking yeah, time. Yeah, the time. But I would love that. So I would definitely want Randy to go. But but I that want trailer, you. You got to prom. You got to promise that trailer's awful. That, that <laughs> you got to promise us that you're coming back and give of us course. a full report. Of course, on, on how it was Please. and the experience of it. Of course, because I don't know anybody that's going, which is great. That's so we're cool. we're it's it said launching March 2022. So it's it's there's only one of them. So the first one is March 1st through the third, and we're March 3rd through the fifth. We're literally on the second one. Wow! Yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. See, that's pretty rad. I'm not gonna lie. That is, <laughs> yeah. I hope. Well, so. there's the uh, there's the trailer, <laughs> Eric. Um, yeah, it was really bad. That was rough. <laughs> that was rough, man. I I have a hard time understanding how you could have such a swing and a miss trying to sell something that on paper sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they 
Yeah, that was detrimental to people <laughs> deciding to go. It, it well, they pulled. They pulled it. Effect. Well, that was a good move. Yeah. It was a good move. <laughs> oh, they yeah. pulled it. Really? Oh, they pulled it within like I think what King Tom like ten, eight hours or something. Yeah, it was the same day. I didn't yeah, even but, know that that existed, honestly. So good, good on them to pull it. <laughs> yeah, good on them. Again, this is the kind of thing where I, I talked about with with uh, Disney Plus Day, with the the biggest company, the conglomerate, entertainment conglomerate in the world, can't figure out how to make a trailer for such a badass thing they've built. It kind of it makes me wonder what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Like who who at the top goes, fucking trailer nailed it. <laughs> it's a green light. Like yeah. that. That's what perplexes me. I just don't know, like, you know, as a Star Wars fan that, you know, we are like, what about that, uh, uh, like, would get a Star Wars fan excited? It almost seems like they're trying to get people with money who can afford this thing to go on a new experience, like almost more like Disney fans as opposed to Star Wars fans. Because what did that yeah. that they could they would have been better if any one of us was the dude in that video because we would have genuinely yeah. acted more and, excited and that's a dude from the goldbergs too he's an actual actor oh my goodness i, I, I don't know what happened i don't know that's rough. well star you know star wars does have a reputation for uh you know at least the older ones of not having the best actors so maybe yeah. that's what they were going for <laughs> yeah maybe very right. true form yeah well well there that's you go great. man um there's a uh another tv spot for book of boba fett but oh yeah um, i don't dude it looks amazing and i seriously am getting to the point where i think i should probably stop watching them but I have you seen I this one eric to. yeah yeah okay so we're all gonna watch it right now so sorry is this is this the one that came out today yeah yeah what, was what a feeling Left for dead. So, uh, on the sands of Tatooine. I am Boba Fett. Ooh, dang. There's that one shot where he's in like the white outfit and he's walking through the door. Looks like Mike Myers. Yeah. Um, People are saying that is the. A building from the cutscene from Star Wars, where Luke wa- walks in on his friends and he's telling them about the uh, the the battle in space. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? I think I think that's Tashi Station. At least in, no in the shit. In the All right, well, hold on. Let's go back to this, dude. Let's go back and let me rewind to see what you're talking about. It it was it was a, it was after that scene with the people getting beat down. Yeah. Uh, right after. Right there. 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 Yeah. That that's Tashi Station. Mm-hmm. It does look oh. like it. If you've watched the deleted scene where yeah, I've seen his friends. Yeah. There's such dicks to him too. <laughs> Is he a little in this? Because it, it seems like. I guess my point with what I'm about to say is this a flashback because he looks a little bit more screwed up here. He looks more like uh, there's some scenes in the new trailers where he looks like his scarification is gone. Yeah, I can't really tell here. Does he look more scarry here? Like this might be a flashback. Like he he does because it looks like like his his skin tone's different. It doesn't look like he has eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. And so I suspect that's his thing. And when they and I realize it's a trailer, they can put whatever dialogue they want wherever. But when he says, you know, left for dead, 
Yeah, yeah. And then they show this thing. It's I wonder if this is really close to like him dragging his way out of there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, it looks rad. It really does. The, and, and it's that, coming up, guys. Yeah, it's it's close, man. What three weeks? Yeah. God, they should make that trailer for uh, the uh, Star Wars hotel thing. <laughs> yeah yeah that would make me go stay in it absolutely <laughs> the book of bounty or uh, not book about the war of the bounty hunters follow-up miniseries uh crimson rain in the comics that started today oh, uh, shit. and it okay. is pretty good it's uh it's about kira and what she's you know been doing um, and it's got some interesting story elements, but also they uh, name dropped an EU character that Ooh. a lot of people have been asking about. And it's the first time this character has been mentioned in, in the new canon. So it's pretty cool. Is it Mary Jade? No, not Mary Jade. <laughs> okay. Mirage <Mary> Press? <laughs> no. Right. He's already part of the new canon. Yeah, they shot him out of it. Mirage <laughs> oh, Press. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what he said. Eh, not good. You know what could get worse than that? Naboo, let's do this. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are we sure we want to do this, Nick? Do you well, Nick's you, on, and Nick's do never experienced Do you think you can handle this? Man? I know all about it. So. Okay, well, listen, I'm just, well, I'm just telling you. You're not ready. <laughs> Please stop acting like you are. Some people were disappointed with the last Naboo because it was half-ass done and because Boo was watching the Dodger game, and we've been getting reports that they were they're very upset about it. So hopefully this one's come nothing. As three eleven said once, come original. Let's go. I I hate you guys right now. That was <laughs> fucking gold, and nobody said shit. Oh, that was a joke. You made a joke. Well, apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Boo. Well, well, to continue the uh, the uh, the crashing train here. Uh, so I think everybody in here knows how this game is played. Three statements. No, we don't. Everybody knows. Problems. Everybody yeah. knows. Uh, Len Leonard Cohen once said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, three statements. One is incorrect. Hopefully, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Nick. So one is incorrect in this iteration, as opposed to one being correct. One is incorrect. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So it's already fucked up. So you're saying one is wrong. <laughs> And the other two are right, or one's right. Wait, one's wrong. That's Naboo. Yeah, two Wait, are that's right. Yeah, but the yeah, last time wrong. we did it, only one of them was right, and the other two were wrong. I'm pretty sure. No, no, the last time we did it, I didn't change anything. I just, I just made three statements and let you guys. <laughs> he just read. He just read something. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So okay. Never mind then. In this one, one of them's wrong. I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Go ahead. All right. So statement number one. Uh, the first organized May the 4th was held in Toronto, Canada. <laughs> okay, well, I just want to point out that May the 4th happened everywhere a long-ass time ago. <laughs> Wait, a Wait a minute. All right. There we go. That's true. All right. Statement number two. The rebel soldiers on Hoth, some of them, were played by Norwegian mountain rescue skiers. Ooh, okay. Statement number three. Nordic. Some of Anakin's pod racing rivals were modeled after famous celebrities Danny DeVito and Burt Reynolds. Oh, a little cannibal run there. Yeah. What was the second Danny one? Danny DeVito wasn't in Cannibal Run. What was, was the second one? Thinking, 
Uh, the second one was uh, some of the rebel soldiers yeah. on Hoth were played by Norwegian mountain it. rescue skiers. This better not be like Norwegian mountain. There were no rescue dogs. They were in, in no Norway. They were in Denmark. Yeah, <laughs> Snowboarders. Yeah. See, Nick knows how to play this game. <laughs> okay. King Tom, you're going to go last. Yes, sure. Nick, which one? Okay. Now what is Nick? What is Nick trying to do here, Boo? Is he trying to say what's right or what's wrong? He's what's trying to wrong? guess the wrong statement. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give no credit to Canada whatsoever. So I'm going to say the first one is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Incorrect. Okay. And the first one was May 4th isn't done in Canada? Is that what it is? No. no they were the first, that the first organized. Theirs is two weeks earlier. Event. Yeah. <laughs> was in Canada. Yeah. It was two weeks <laughs> That's, a good, That's a good one. That's a good one. That's good. Fucking boxing day. <laughs> All right. Okay. So you're saying, okay. Uh, Randy, what, what, what you say? Yeah. I'm saying the same thing in the May 4th one. Sounds like bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Les, don't say you're out of this one, Les. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're all right. <laughs> I swear to God, there's more than one wrong. I guarantee I, I, I heard King Tom say something. So on the second, I'm going to say the second one. They were, they probably weren't Norwegian. They were probably from, they were probably Danish. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> or, or if it was done in Finland, that means they're Finnish. If That's it was right. done in Sweden, they're Swedish. Just because the flags all have some type of similarity doesn't mean they're all the same people. So I'm going to take number two. I- I'm going to go with less. I'm going to take number two also. I think there's something fucked up with. They were Swiss. The- well, or the skiing <laughs> thing. It might, it might not be skis. It might have been ice skating or some shit. <laughs> all right. Just, just snow people in general. <laughs> Did the Olympic ski too? Yeah, yeah exactly. Eric? Um, I'm going to go with number two as well. Okay, good, good, good. We have some backing. King Tom? I want to give uh, Boo credit here because uh, <laughs> what? Wow. Empire <laughs> Strikes Back actually was filmed in Norway. And they did <gasps> no use way. rescue personnel uh, no. as Fuck. extras. But what I think happened was Boo meant to say Denmark or Finland, but he said Norway <laughs> accidentally. Accidentally. And he got it, and he got it right. And he got it right. Um as far as the pod racers, I guess maybe that's possible or they could be, you know, other celebrities. Um but the very first mention of May the fourth happened, I think, in like eighty one. It was after Margaret Thatcher was elected prime minister of England and one of the newspapers said something like, May the fourth be with you. Um I remember that Nabu, right? That was a Nabu. I remember that Nabu. I remember yeah. that Nabu. Yeah. Well, or I just yeah, wow. I knew I knew Callbacks facts and historical incidents. So I'm gonna go with number one. <laughs> or I knew or I knew facts and historical incidents. <laughs> no, it's, it's the he's Nabu. not giving Nabu any credit. Boo, do you want to guess? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is D. <laughs> I, I have some i have some chimp send me these and i'm like yeah these work these sound good uh so yeah so um the last statement is the one that's incorrect uh the Ooh. uh the actors were what? joe pesci and dom DeLuise. but I, hey i said the, that the first one the the first one and it, it, it's it's a little sketchy on where the first or <laughs> wait, wait a minute hold on come on but like the first like organized i guess and like this is the may the 4th and we're having it here was in toronto canada yeah i agree, <laughs> I agree Randy. i agree yeah no that's so they actually you mean they actually physically embodied may the 4th 
exactly mm-hmm. yes okay. where it was like okay. this is may the 4th it's a star wars thing all that it was in 2011 i believe yeah back in 2011 in toronto canada but before so, yeah. that you know there was may 3rd oh yeah all around yeah. the world and then suddenly just skip to may 5th for some reason <laughs> yes and yeah. then canada they said we're gonna do may the 4th yeah. I have to piss you guys off somehow. So yeah. So it's <laughs> it's it was the wrong one was the last one, and, and I said that it wasn't Devito, it was Deloise, Cannonball Run. Uh, I didn't, Ooh, but I didn't know. So that. Boba doesn't look like any of the. Well, I don't fucking know which one it is. It, it, I, they, they actually gave who uh, Joe Pesci and Dom Deloise were the, but I didn't, I didn't recognize them. So I was like, fuck it, I don't care. So, so yeah. The, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. It was Joe Pesci and Dom Deloise, or Burt Reynolds and Dom Deloise? No, it was no. Joe Pesci and Dom Deloise. Well, the, what the fuck? Joe Pesci? Why yeah. Joe Pesci wasn't in Cannonball Run? Cannonball Run, but not Joe Pesci. Who gives a fuck about Cannonball Run? Because <laughs> that's because it, that's what they're based. That's what they're, I don't. That's I what don't, the base is. I get it, but was yeah, it really based on Cannonball Run? I don't fucking. If know. it's I'm a pod racing thing, and Bert, and if Don, no. why would they get Dom DeLuise? And how'd you pull Burt Reynolds if you weren't thinking about that? I don't fucking okay. know. I just pulled Burt Reynolds out of my <laughs> ass. Like I, it was like going well. It was going well, dude. It was going halfway decent. This My was a God. decent Naboo. Yeah, it's just Max that got all of you. That's why. Yeah. And an extra one with Nick. Hell yeah. I find Sorry. like I find wow, 2011. 2011 seems late for an organized May the Fourth. That's what yeah, I thought, I but I had, to, yeah, yeah. I had to look. That's it up, crazy. Guys. I actually did research this time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. Called my zero. And you both wanted this shit. <laughs> no, we didn't. It's blast. <laughs> Hey, uh, last week we t- well, last couple of weeks we've been talking about old school cartoons and nostalgia and all that stuff. And and Rick sent me Rick Villanueva, our, our good friend and listener, sent me something that I didn't remember watching as a kid, but I had like flashbacks of it. So I went and I did a deep dive into this cartoon, and then I took some parts of the cartoon and I did a little edit because it was like fifteen minute long reel, and I was like, I'm not you know, obviously playing that, so. Here you go, guys. I want to know if you guys watch this. Anywhere and everywhere, the savage forces of General Warhawk threaten. Yeah. People of oh yes. hell yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now watch, Rambo. watch how champion. These, wa- listen to, listen to. I know it's Rambo. Listen to these champion lines here, though, guys. Right. From the canyons of skyscrapers to the canyons of remote mountain peaks, Liberty's champion is unstoppable. Liberty's champion. known as Turbo, and the master of disguises named Cat, the honor-bound protector of the innocent, Rambo. Now, here we go. I got, I got some cool scenes here for you guys. I'm too perfect to miss. Now watch this. I knew you'd get a kick out of that. Poisonous snake make anybody a slave will be the day the sun turns purple and the Statue of Liberty drops her torch. What? Whoa. That's what I thought. Oh, the bro. <laughs> he said, you're dead now, Rambo. And he smacks a big wall and he said, only if I was a wall. <laughs> I so I don't remember it. watching Rambo, but I, I remember, remember seeing those scenes. Did you guys, did wow. you guys watch Rambo? Yeah, that was the whole. What was the song line? Rambo, the Force of Freedom. Yes, yeah. the Force of Freedom. Clearly, the same animators as GI Joe, huh? Clearly, exactly. I think that was Flint in there. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that yeah. existed. That's crazy. I did, yeah. So, Rick, thank you, man. Now, I what was the that. line from the Valley 
Uh, from the canyons of the skyscrapers to the yeah. mountain canyons or something yeah like that. that's the one the canyons of the skyscrapers to the canyons of the mountains where he's getting what the hell <laughs> yeah i don't I know man someone thought they were writing poetry there <laughs> still better than gobots though. oh well yeah y'all need oh, yeah. to you just need that's to stop it. there's absolutely <laughs> no reason for you to keep this attack up what's in a song guys what's in a song now since we have nick on and we're going to dive into a couple here. Did you guys know what Blackbird is about? Paul McCartney's Blackbird? Um, I'm sure King Tom is a huge Beatles fan. Um, you know what this is about, King Tom? Not off the top of my head. It's about the civil rights movement. And okay. it's, it's, it's referring to, the, it's more symbolic. This is what Paul McCartney said. He said, uh, um, it's not really about a blackbird who's got his wings broken. You know, it's more symbolic. And he talks, um, he talks about how he uses the blackbird in the song as a reference to struggles of what the African Americans were going through during the civil rights movement, which is which is really rad. I had no idea. I had no idea. And another Beatles song because obviously we've been watching that wonderful show. Um, is um. Uh, the song Got to Get You Into My Life. It's about pot. <laughs> he, said, he said, Paul McCartney always seemed pretty straightforward. That's what he said. Oh, then I suddenly see you slash did I tell you I need you slash every single day of my life. It's got to be about a woman, he fancies, right? Not really. The truth is revealed in a 1997 biography titled Paul McCartney many years from now in which McCartney explains that he wrote the song when I had first been introduced to pot. So it's really a song about not a person. It's actually an ode to pot. Had no idea. Now, somebody uh, sent us an, a DM about meatloafs. I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody know what the song's about? Anal. <laughs> it's not about anal. No, I was always very curious as to specifically what the that was referring to. Uh, I won't oh, anything for love, but I won't do now. Yeah, it's uh. Well, let's talk about meatloaf for a second. Unfortunately, yeah. meatloaf goes down as a when I I never was into meatloaf, but I knew of him, and I know that he had some epic epic rock songs, dude. Like right, that out of hell the dashboard light. There it is. The song. Hell of a yeah, song. his songs are so epic, uh, but he doesn't get he doesn't get the respect. Eric, were you into Meatloaf at all? Uh, a little bit uh, up until the time somebody said I looked like Meatloaf whenever I was doing the <laughs> the, the, the Trans Siberian Orchestra tribute thing because I wear the tuck, you know, the tailcoat and all. Oh, that. got it. Okay, and I'm like, like nothing well, like Meatloaf. Dude. Yeah, I, was doing, I I didn't think so either, but. Uh, I wonder if it's because like he's not a songwriter. Jim Steinman wrote has writing credit on basically every Meatloaf song. And, oh, okay. But I I often wondered if it was like the his physical appearance. You know what I mean? He wasn't your typical like lean, lanky rock star or 100%. like the muscly, muscly stud, and he wasn't his songs. There was an epicness to him that was almost not accessible from a pop standpoint. 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so that's, the, I would be curious if it was that because Jesus, the production on his albums was great. And when he had that right. comeback with anything for love, and that was a huge deal. And the crazy music video that looked like the cost, the, the budget Beauty for the that Beast, was right? huge, man. Yeah, it was rad. But I watched the whole thing the other day. Just but, uh, I was doing it. These times. I, I don't, I'm not sure why he never became a huge deal. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? A bigger deal than he was. Bigger deal. Yeah. He was still playing arenas and stuff at that yeah. time, but he just died down. He became an actor, did the mm-hmm. acting thing for a while. And then that's it. Well, I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. It's not about Adel. It's not about <laughs> booty beads or anything. It's, it's some people think it's about specific type of, like I just said, like a, sex or something it's basically about him saying i to this woman that i'll never make love to another woman the way he did with her now Mm. what he did with her is a mystery sounds like a loophole sounds like yes i had sex with someone else but not the way i have sex that's right (laughs) but i won't i won't do that yeah yeah. obviously (laughs) i'm not a scumbag (laughs) yeah but that explanation just doesn't make any sense as exactly. far as like what the lyrics say. This comes from songfacts.com. So, oh, well, you can't. If you've got that. beef. <laughs> Just because Boo bought the beef. domain. I mean, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fucking gospel now. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to get shit for it. I don't want to get shit for it. All right. Cool. Uh, a boo bits, real quick. A boo. Do you have any bits that you want to release? Absolutely. The air? Oh, yeah, I always want to release my boo bits. Um, so <laughs> some news came out that James Cameron had a possible Spider-Man film uh, yeah. in the works, and it was kind of Tom's kind really of an interesting one. one. Yeah. So so go along with me here. Uh, he yeah. said it was the greatest movie I never made. That's his quote. Uh, he wanted Leonardo DiCaprio and Arnold Schwarzenegger to star in it. Um, <laughs> the so Leo was, would have been Peter Parker. I I no no no, no Schwarzenegger like, Schwarzenegger would have been Sp- <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah, he exactly. would have been Aunt May. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that would have been awful uh the script is also a lot grittier and featured a full sex scene where spidey we- uh spidey webbed mary jane to the brooklyn bridge <laughs> so is that true thank god thank god hey, I'm, i didn't make that up i'm just reading the uh oh boy. the article here what did you get that did you get that from song facts I, I, I can't i can't share my sources <laughs> <laughs> well, he was he was at one point rumored to be in the running in the '90s before yeah. Sony went through with that, it. Rami, dang, yes, wow, so uh, damn, yeah, bullet dodged Spider Man, bullet dodged, one hundred percent right. Yeah, uh, moving on uh, to another movie that is actually going to happen. Thankfully, uh, the live action Mega Man movie will be released on Netflix. Looked at less, he just. Peter Parker himself. Yep. What? <laughs> he he just shot his web shooter. You know? <laughs> so yeah. No, no, no I've never seen. Win. I've never seen Les look that genuinely <laughs> surprised and happy on this. And I know. I haven't either. I've known him for twenty years. <laughs> Mega Man's awesome. Mega Man That's is. It's gonna be fun. I got no, no problems with Mega Man. I. How would I they do? How would they do Mega fun. Man live action? Yeah. Probably I like think they'll just make like box art Mega Man. They would what? The first box art for Mega Man. Oh, the very, no. the very first one. Yeah, yeah the one yeah. where he has like a gun in his hand. Yeah, yes. like the yellow and blue. Yeah. Oh shit. Hopefully they do oh, that okay. one. Hmm. And not All the right, small cool. robot boy. <laughs> robot boy. Yeah. 
probably a movie that I will not see, but it, it sounds pretty cool. Uh, Dave Bautista is in talks to star in M. Night Shyamalan's uh, new horror film, uh, Knock at the Cabin. Just the name of the fucking movie, like, creeped me out. Like, y- mm. you imagine, oh, yeah, you're in a cabin at the woods, you know, and I'm going to spend the, the week, you know, in the wilderness. And then you hear a knock at the door. Fuck that. Oh, nope. He did, okay. he did that a while ago. It was called The Village. <laughs> that is true. Sorry to derail you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what is it? We just M. celebrated. <laughs> Randy did the best. M. Night. <laughs> I went and saw that damn movie, Ages or Young or Old, whatever yeah, the fuck yeah, it was called. Yeah, I saw that. That was complete fucking pile of dog shit, man. <laughs> it was so bad. I, like, it was so bad that I was laughing throughout the entire. Uh, I That's how most of his movies are, though. And he does that to you. Like, he makes one like what do you, Unbreakable was great, and then he came back. Well, he, well, yeah, he's made a great run. He made science two good movies. Was, yeah, no, science or was science. Cool. science yeah. was cool, and then he put Water out um, the one with what's his name? Uh, the happening. Uh, <laughs> oh, the happening, happening is where it started to fall apart. Yeah, but then he rebounded. No, well, the split. lady in the water split split. split. The lady in water was garbage. Yeah, that was the decline. Split came back, and Split's like, "Oh my god, he's back!" That's just and really cool. What was that one where the kids visit visit Grandma? And the Grandpa? visit was good. The visit, the visit was actually yeah. good. Yeah, but, he, but didn't, he didn't put his name on it. He didn't he put didn't his put name his, on it. Yeah. What about yeah. the one where it's in the elevator the whole time? A devil or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that not him? Yeah. That's not him. Yeah. That's totally him. Crack team. Let's get on that. I'm on no <laughs> bleeping way. Leave it. He's doing the, the Mega Man movie too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he better yeah, not. Mega Man. He better fucking not. He's working on a GoBots movie. He would, he would do oh, a great oh. Metroid game though, or a Metroid movie. Make it all scary and shit. You got monsters Metroid. going on. That'd be awesome. See, but okay, so Boo, now that you mentioned that, if Mega Man is quote any type of successful, then Metroid more than likely would be exactly yeah. But it, it should be a. And then I'll get my Pitfall movie. <laughs> oh, good lord! But yeah, but yeah you got it. It's called Indiana Jones. Yeah, exactly. But Metro's got to be like a survival horror uh, movie. All right. Well, while the crack team is on that, <laughs> yeah, um, go ahead, boo. So uh, we just celebrated Thanksgiving. You know, my favorite holiday. And I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a a very nice story. Uh, I think six or seven years ago, the, uh, this grandma was using WhatsApp and she texts the wrong number. And it was to uh, it was to some kid in her neighborhood. Never met him before in her life. Never met him. Never had seen him before. And it was an invite to Thanksgiving. And he says, I'm sorry you have the wrong number, but can I still come over to Thanksgiving? She's like, oh, absolutely. So they they met literally on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, he came over and they've uh, shared Thanksgiving ever since. They've, 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 uh, she's invited him to Thanksgiving ever since. Wonderful story. Just one of those. Except for that, he killed her this year. <laughs> no, don't do that. What don't the hell, that. man? The long con. No? Did long I just bring con. it down a notch? Yes. <laughs> that's a wonderful story. Don't that, that's how an M. Night movie feels. Yeah. Ex- oh, God. Yeah, you're right. No, that's uh, just Yeah. <laughs> but this uh, is better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the story. Good Lord. Um, now I got to get back on the, on, uh, on the fun train. So yeah, wonderful story, and now it's that being made nice, into nice. a movie on Netflix. Oh, wow! Yeah. 
Netflix is going to take this wonderful moment and make it a movie. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's cool, man. As long as the people that that actually happen to you are getting paid, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, like for their story. Yeah, so yeah and if I'm not mistaken, the husband of the lady died recently, so they and they still went through with it. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, so, yeah, see, that's cool. So that's I mean, cool. there's there's it's 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 all over uh, the internet. You can mm-hmm. find the actual text exchange where she's like Aww. texting. The initial text is like, we're going to bring this and eat that. And you just bring this. And then it's like, and the, the black guy's like, yo, uh, wrong, wrong person. But can I have a plate, though? And she's like, <laughs> sure, just drop by. I'm a grandma. I hook people up. Aww. And he's like, all right. And the next thing you know, like, he just started having Thanksgiving dinner. How with far away were they from each other? That I do not know. I think That's it was a. Yeah, but it ended up being a thing. I don't know the, that whole That's, detail, but it rad. ended up being a legit That's thing. Really and cool. They've still done it, and they will continue to do it. They even, I think there was a thing about it being during COVID too, how they still made it happen. Oh, mm-hmm. right I, really cool. I mean, we're still in a pandemic, everyone. Let's not forget, but yeah. you know, to kick it off, I guess they still found a way. This transformer one is really bad. The Omnicron. Yeah, I don't like it. That's a Futurama one to me. Omicron, personally. Omicron, Lurs, yeah, Lurs yeah, dropping off his little thing. Lurs. Here you go. Where's McNeil? Lurs. <laughs> God, we wish to speak show. with McNeil. It was a great show. You're yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a reboot that needs to come along. Let's they go. need a live action, that thing. Ooh. I don't think so. I'm kidding, dude. I'm Bender kidding. lives large and kicks butt. <laughs> that's oh. Kiss my shiny metal ass. <laughs> Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of shows with foul language and awful things happening, The Boys, uh, diabolical mm-hmm. uh, animated anthology series drops in 2022 with eight episodes. Oh, it will reveal unseen stories from the boys' universe. Oh. Uh, and some of the episode writers, Andy Samberg, uh, Aquafina, Evan Goldberg, and Seth Rogen, oh, shit. uh, Justin Roiland, and Ben. Bayouth, Bayouth, I think. Uh, Elliot uh, Glazer and Ilana Glazer, uh, and a couple other people. So yeah, and cool. they said they said that we gave them one rule. Just kidding. There are there are no rules. So they're gonna go. They're gonna go fucking. <laughs> yeah, nuts. that's gonna be pretty rad. So that should be pretty pretty cool. And it's animated, so it, I, I I would imagine a a similar thing to Invincible, but just with the boys. So yeah. Yeah, Invincible was cool, man. And that's about uh, that's about it. Oh, did you hear the Colin Farrell news that uh, he's going to be in that Batman spinoff for HBO Max? Oh, that's right. He's gonna have the whole series. Yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of Batman, I have I I was saving this one for last. So uh, the the uh, the Batman animated series, uh, beloved Mm -hmm. series, great. Mm -hmm. Um, What is it? Uh, Kevin Conroy. You know, we, we had already talked about Mark Hamill playing the Joker in it and stuff like that. John Glover. Um, they're going to do a podcast with the same cast as as the animated series. They're going to do a podcast um, that's actually pretty awesome. So Kevin Conroy is confirmed to come back. And so is John, uh, John Glover, who played the Riddler. Uh, it happens a little bit after. And uh, what is it? It's uh, this is a quote. Uh, this is a, it's a great script by Alan Burnett, and it brings back the original cast, Conroy, you know, uh, and uh, John Glover. And he, uh, 
Glover added, the Riddler's back. He's involved in many ways. He understands that he's on the spectrum, which I thought was a pretty cool aspect and in an a interesting way to broaden the character. That um, is cool. There are a bunch of other voice actors that are still doing things, but not confirmed. So, so the only ones that confirm right now are the Kevin Conroy, who is Batman, and John Glover, who's going to be the Riddler. No word on on Mark Hamill, which is everybody's asking and stuff like that. There's a bunch of other guys um, who did wonderful things, you know, like Paul Williams played the Penguin. Uh, you have uh, Ron Perlman, who was Clayface. You know, things like that. So there's still room. There's still room. Uh, there's no word on when this is actually coming out yet but most likely sometime in 2022. So it's going to so be like I a radio drama. Maybe. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a serialized podcast. Uh, I guess, so what they're trying to do is, because Marvel has a couple really good ones that are out there. Uh, they got one called Wastelanders, which is uh, Old Man Star-Lord, and the newest one is Old Man Hawkeye. And then they have a couple Wolverine ones. But I guess for DC, they're like, we need to start getting into serialized drama or serialized podcast and like taking characters and putting up stories from them too. So it makes a little sense to, for them to do that. That's yeah, really definite, cool. Definite sense. Yeah. And, and that's an awesome cast to bring back together. Everybody's going to be really uh, excited and want to, uh, want to listen to this. So yeah. And that's cool. all my bits. Cool. And maybe in a couple of weeks or maybe, maybe a month or so that maybe we can find a couple of people that maybe saw, one of these DC movies early can report to us um, without breaking an NDA or something. So awesome. uh, I know someone, I know someone. Yeah, I, sat I know next a couple people. Yeah, yeah. I know a couple people. All right. Well, thank you, boo, for unleashing your bits into the world. Oh, now yeah. we'll end this thing talking about Hawkeye uh, episode four. Uh, before that, Les uh, wants to read. Uh, so for those of us that read uh, comics or are enjoying a majority of these shows that are being produced for us, uh, one of the key people in some of the most recognizable uh, comics or characters that we recognize now, or even the versions of characters we recognize and we love now, apparently he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, King Tom? Yeah. Uh, George Perez, who, for those of us that have are watched the Wonder Woman movies, he his version of Wonder Woman is exactly who we got in the the whole Themyscira. All of that came from George Perez. Wow. Uh, he's not going to be here, you know. He's not, he's only he's been diagnosed terminally yeah, uh, for less than a year, they say. Yeah, uh, it, this man has told all all the awesome, most iconic stuff. Uh, he inked i mean he penciled uh infinity gauntlet oh yeah. shit so you're yeah so you're thanos yeah you're wow. thanos that you know all this whole thing that was him he was part of that uh crisis on infinite earths uh he lex luther's uh purple and green Bruh. exosuit he designed that that was his oh thing. shit uh, so he george was cross at dc and marvel wow george perez did it all and you know what all of them do not not I mean, everybody hops left and right, and in some cases they leave on bad terms. In some cases, you know, they just do their thing. And uh, you know, hopefully, I mean, I don't know if it's come out yet, but hopefully, he's gotten some credit, or at the very least, gotten his flowers. You know, a lot of these creators don't get 
anything. And next thing you know, it's like, oh, we made this great movie and billions of dollars and nothing to you. But I'm I'm hoping that, you know, the, a lot of people, especially like on Twitter and from other in comic dumb have been reaching out saying, listen, mm-hmm. you know, we're about to lose a legend here and uh, we have yeah. plenty of time to say something great to him. Yeah. He was never like on his name was never up there with like McFarlane or, or Jim Lee mm-hmm. or even John Byrne, but he was just as prolific as those guys. Like Les said, he, you know, he worked for both. He did the Avengers and justice league. And when Avengers and justice league met in a crossover, he mm-hmm. was the one who did it. He did. Um, infinity gauntlet he did crisis there there are so usually whenever you see like one of those shots of like a hundred superheroes on one page right it was him you know he excelled at at work like that and you know 80s 90s he he was right up there so and just i think the, the news came out monday or over the weekend i have not you know i've just seen an outpouring of support for him and his family mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah thoughts are with him and and hopefully the diagnosis is a you know it's they say it's a year but hopefully it extends way way past a year so yeah let's let's hope for some of the best yeah here. positive vibes sending your yeah. way yeah that's awful shit well let's uh, dive thank you for bringing that up too by the way Les yeah thank you. Uh, let's let's do our last thing which is um, well the last thing is going to be the flash round with Nick mm-hmm. so let's just save that but let's yeah let's uh, get into Hawkeye and episode four which was. Which uh, wasn't my favorite episode, but there's some things that happen at the end. Eric, did you see this? Yes, yes, I did. Okay. I finally okay. was able to watch one. Uh, what did you think the last episode? Man, I really dug it, and there was a song from the Trans Siberian Orchestra in there. Mm-hmm. There sure was during the car chase. A mad car chase, Christmas. Yep. Yeah, very cool. And Nick, are you uh, you've been watching? Or no. I have not yet. Uh, you know, oh, when it comes to what? when it comes to Marvel, I see it all. I'm very casual with it, though. And uh, right, you know, this one, I watched all of. I watched WandaVision week to week, Loki, uh, Winter Soldier, like all that stuff. I watch week to week. There's just been something about how little I care about Hawkeye, which I'm not saying. I'm not talking mm. shit. Right, and no, also that's... my life just being crazy, where I'm just like, you know what? Sure. I haven't, I had, I just haven't gotten to it yet. Well, no, that's this way. Are you okay with us spoiling it? Oh, go for it, yeah. Okay, and, and the thing is that the Hawkeye is always in the background mm-hmm. of these of these Avenger films, and so this is really cool to see him. I think you're going to really like his character in this. He is cool. Drew Renner is phenomenal in this thing. Um, uh, Eric, I'm going to go to you. What did you think first of this uh, this this recent episode? I really before? dug it. I I really dug like basically the whole turn that what's his I can't think of the guy's name that um the mom's boyfriend that, like he's suddenly being all charming and they're like oh yeah. he, you know maybe she's gonna think he's all right right and then boom right back in the saddle again I. I love Jeremy Renner portrayal of Hawkeye. I care more about Hawkeye now than I ever did yeah, from the movies. And uh, I like the, for what it is, the realness of the characters as, as far as like just how they're in mostly normal people who are in extraordinary circumstances. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know, man. I just think it's really good. 
Yeah, and I think the chemistry between the two is just, it keeps getting better each episode. Yeah. And the acting chops on both of them. It just oh, yeah. Keeps, really just keeps good. shining each episode, yeah. man. And and we're going to spoil this thing real quick. So if you don't want to get spoiled, if you haven't seen it, then forward for another, I don't know, five minutes or so. But the ending where we see, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Elena, right? Elena. Yeah, which Yelena. is, yeah. Yelena. Which, which is the new Black Widow, by the way. And Natasha's sister. We see her. Um, that was a cool, great moment. And it mm-hmm. ties back to the ending of Black Widow, which it, it seems like it's all coming back together. Uh, Randy, what you think? I, I didn't hear anyone mentioning like that's the first time you see like the new Hawkeye and the new Black Widow see each other. Like everyone's like, oh, it's Yelena Belova. But there's I think it's more like interesting that it's the first time you see like the new iterations of those characters. meeting yes. each other. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, it, was a, it was a really it was a good episode. It's hard to compete with the last episode because, yeah, that last episode was so well written and acted. But uh, it, it was still it's a it's that necessary episode where all the good things they've had to happen. They have to have that moment where they have like the uh, you're not we're not actually a team kind of thing before they have it, you know, rebound Become back a team. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like some of the things they alluded to with like uh, with uh, who the watch actually belongs to. Yeah. Who, um, yeah. What's your take on that? Uh, I think it's guys. the wife. It's, that's what everybody's saying. It's the wife and the wife is a former shield agent is what people right. are saying some people are saying that she may be actually a mockingbird yes i saw that too mm. right mm. hopefully nobody kills her <laughs> what is with the kick for death bro what's going on I'm my just, man it's, i'm just saying to kill what a is going on it was a dad joke relax yeah. drink, drink your fruity tootie he nailed it man <laughs> thank you no. buddy Boo. <laughs> What'd you think about this episode? Yeah, no, what is it? I, I, I thought it was a good episode. Yeah. It's one of those ones that has, you know, major progression, you know, the midway through the, through the show that, that you need. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I thought it was cool. Them coming together, you know, working more together is interesting. Uh, what is it? The, it, you know, it, it just sucks that it's only six episodes, you know? And I'm, I'm like, this would be yes. great. At least eight, if not 10, but you know, uh, I you know just like we talked about earlier, I trust Marvel. They're gonna mm-hmm. answer whatever questions I have. I just I'm, uh, it I, their track record with these shows is that they're all for a purpose. These shows are created to, oh, these are cool characters. Look, you get more of them, but there's an end goal here for a bigger, bigger thing down the road. I'm not sure what the bigger thing down the road is yet. I'm I, I'm not sure if I'm gonna get the the aha moment where i'm gonna be like that's what it's connected to i'm not sure if we have any idea if you guys do you know specifically you know what i mean you know there's you know what is it we found out you know kang is gonna be the next big huge bad guy you know that kind of thing for loki you know at the end of um falcon and the winter soldier you know falcon becomes the next captain america great and then you know you you know that he's gonna be in a movie with this one i'm not sure exactly what, what the big climax is? Yeah, what, what what the payoff is at the end of this? If anything, I would love a second season of this one, mm-hmm. especially uh, this one and uh, and Falcon. But you know, Falcon is instead of a second season, we get a whole movie. That's yeah, completely movie fine. Yeah. But with this one, I would love a second season. So yeah, that that's not a gripe that I have of 
that I don't know what the payoff is exactly or where it's going to go. I'm just interested. Uh, but yeah, no, the, sh- the show's great. Both of their acting is 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 fantastic, especially Jeremy Renner. Uh, and it was funny. Uh, what is it? How they how they how they're willing to focus on them too. That is just the way the show is shot to really emphasize how they're feeling. God, like what is it in the fourth episode? The recap they had the the conversation that he has with his son when you know yeah. when his earplug is broken. You know, it's okay if you miss Christmas. Oh, yeah, no, that whole scene was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, you see Jerry Renner, you're just like, oh my god, you're like, no, it's not okay. Okay. Well, and it and this episode mm-hmm. when he's talking about Natasha mm-hmm. and that was gut wrenching too. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, but both of their acting chops are great. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I I'm, I'm bummed there's only two more episodes, but I'm excited to see what happens after that. So yeah, yeah. There's a ton of questions that need to be answered. I mean, a ton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. King Tom, what's your take on it? Um, I loved it. You know. I, I think, Nick, I really related to you. Hawkeye was never my guy mm-hmm. um, in the comics and in the movies. But this show, for, and I'm not trying, I'm not saying you need to watch it, but this show has definitely turned that around yeah, for me. Um, but you, yeah, you do. Um, <laughs> it, this, it didn't, you know, last week, I think my thing was I was all about the action and, you know, the action was so well done. We really didn't get as much action until the end of the episode, but it was still, the story just kept moving. And we got more story and it, it, it was, it was a good episode for a different reason, which I like, you know, it's, it's, this show is not, and I'm not accusing other Marvel shows of being it, but it's not a one trick pony. I, I love the atmosphere, the, the, the humor, um, it, it all played together well. And with, with the reveal of, of, uh, Yelena at the end, I was totally not expecting her. Um, mm, I saw yeah. someone tweet, some jackass tweeted out this morning. Oh, I can't believe they brought that character back. And I was thinking, oh, great. Kingpin's going to be in this. And uh, don't get me wrong. I'm looking forward to Kingpin. But I was like, okay, it's spoiled. And you know, knowing someone was going to be coming back, even using the wrist blasters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't, my, in my head, I didn't put two and two together. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I didn't see, see it until they they pulled off the mask at the end. So I thought that was, you know, the, it, the show took me out of it that much that I didn't remember it. So, well, it when, well when lesson, when lesson, I saw her fighting style and the wrist blasters, <laughs> we said instantly, it's gotta be her. It's yeah. gotta be her. Uh, so we were, the payoff was awesome. And it, right. It was but I wasn't perfect. expecting that. I, I was expecting, I wasn't expecting her until this. we saw her fight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you know the 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 final scene of the Black Widow movie when that's set up, you're like, oh, she's going to be in Hawkeye, but yep. this show has given us so much that when mm-hmm. it comes totally time for forgot Oasis, episode four, yeah, totally forgot, yeah. Mm-hmm. totally forgot. Well done, Marvel. Les, what was your uh, take on? All right, the action wasn't there till the end of the episode, mm-hmm. but the action was there in the emotion. There was a yeah. lot going on. There was, you know. It, it's Christmas time. He's going to be alone. Like, you know, Kate's like, I got to do something here. Uh, and then you get your heart kind of broken at the end where, I mean, I understand what Hawkeye's saying, like what, what Renner's character is saying. He's like, hey, this is realer than I thought. Like, it would have been one thing to be taking on the tracksuit mafia. And, you know, maybe Echo Whoa. is just the most dangerous one is Echo, you know, because he kind of handled that. He handled that a little easier. He that whole car scene, him mm-hmm. sitting in there with Kazi and 
you know, laying down the law on that was was legit. But when he looked at me, he's like, there's there's a black widow involved now. Like, yeah, somebody hired a black widow assassin. Yeah, you need to go home because if Natasha is a badass, they're all at the very least a a quarter of how good she was. And that's pretty damn good. So you need to chill, kid. This isn't for (laughs) you. So it kind of, but then again, the conversation and the conversation he had with her mom, with her mom about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's a, I like the way this is going because it's fleshing out Kate Bishop just enough. It's giving her just enough depth also. And it's kind of, it's, it's taking that, you know, you, you, the master, the student meeting the master that like, I've idolized you for years and I finally get to meet you and, you know, gave her some teachable moments and it's just doing the right thing with, with that Mm -hmm. whole dynamic and true. This is doing the right thing. Uh, I, I kind of agree with boo. I know the end game must be to just something else and the payoff will probably be further down the line when we get like the young Avengers or a new Avengers movie and all of them are in it because we still need Riri Williams to come. So Ironheart's on her way uh, and Miss Marvel is on her way too, if I'm not mistaken. So there's a couple more uh, that need to be established. So I think we just, I think, the thing is, is this is just such a well-oiled machine. It's just stuff is coming out. And <laughs> by the time we get to that payoff, we're going to forget all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? By the time we get, like, we got to Endgame, there's 20 movies, man. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You watch Endgame and all of a sudden you go, oh, shit. That that, that whole yeah, thing but, started back over there. Right. And this is but all just going to archive. But what, what Fee, our friend Fijay is doing now is that we're t- he's taking these He's taking these shows as the movies. Oh yeah, no, they're totally. That's exactly what it is. So if yeah. you watch, if you're into comics, it's there's always. Am I right, King Tom? It's you got these issues, and then they all every issue of every line, maybe they're affiliated or whatever, all leads to just this mega event or a crossover that's coming. And mm-hmm. there's a trade at the end of it, and you just go buy that trade. And if you you know really care about all the tie-ins, you go pick those up too. That's all this is. Like at the end of the day, yeah, you're right. He's doing it exactly that way. So as much as he didn't do it with the Netflix Marvel shows, he's absolutely doing it with this. Cause we're gonna get you're gonna see mm-hmm. well, because he just came out no. and said Char- Charlie Cox is your mm-hmm. daredevil. Mm-hmm. Yes. He said we're but, gonna have him. He, but he's like, I'm not telling you when you're gonna have him, but when we have him, he is your daredevil. So that they're priming the pump where you're gonna get Punisher too in about two or three years. Watch. But even in that corner of the Marvel of the MCU, you got the big event. That was the defender. So all those yes. shows yes. rolled you together did. and ended up and you get the big event. And that's what I'm saying. So it, it, it all leads to something even better, which of course we're getting Charlie Cox. We're getting Charlie yes. Cox, daredevil. Obviously we're getting Wilson Fisk, which oh. come on. It's, I don't know if we're going to see him this season. Though. Ray, do you think we're going to see him? I think we're going to see him. I think that yeah. is the event that you get like the uh, like the I street think, level yeah. like enemy. Uh, damn. That's going to be rad if we see Will Smith. Yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. Did you know that that scene where the role playing was going on, they were doing a, a Shang-Chi um, fight scene? No. No, I yeah. didn't know that. One, one of our uh, viewers on YouTube said that they uh, confirmed it, that they were doing a actual the moves from the movie. Of one of the fight scenes mm. from Shang Chi, mm-hmm. super rad. It's yeah. interesting how they've switched that around. All the uh, people who are inside of the uh, 
the LARPing group mm-hmm. in the, the book are tenants of uh, Clint's. Uh, he owns the basically the building oh, that neat. they all live in. And he just, since he has nothing to do, he hangs out with all these people. So like Gris and everything, those are all tenants. That's rad, really. Yeah, so they just made him a LARPing group in this one, which is an interesting. Uh, that is interesting. It. That's cool. And who and where's the ant? Are we going to find out who the ant is? Like, is it going to be somebody? Oh, the ant isn't actually alive. She's a old actress from a uh, early on that used to help the Avengers, like in random shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. she's like a Silver Age like a uh, actress. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I, there's only two more episodes left. There's a lot of questions to be answered, and I cannot wait for them to be answered hopefully they're the 52 53 minute ones instead of this one was only like 38 minutes of just uh of show so yeah. uh yeah can't wait to see what happens and when this thing ends book of boba fett is right on on the on deck circle can't wait for that okay time for nick to play the flash <laughs> round nick it's gonna feel Ready? better than Nabu. i'm not gonna <laughs> lie <laughs> <laughs> But here we go. Yeah, you know how this game is played, Nick. I'm just going to shoot out. Okay, great. Here we go. And, and, and Eric and anybody else have anything else? Please um, jump in and uh, and ask. Here we go. Number one: Han, Luke, or Poe? I gotta go, Luke. That's my childhood hero. All right, all right. Can't go wrong with Han or Luke. I guess Poe either. Uh, Vader or Kylo? I'll go Vader because I, my love for Anakin has uh, only grown over the last decade or so. No, okay. I no longer even see Vader. I only see a manipulated Anakin. Oh, okay. That's yeah. interesting. So are you really excited about Kenobi? Oh, so stoked. So stoked to oh. see how it goes down. And I'm trying so to keep expectations low, but there's a real opportunity <laughs> there for them to like make the prequels way more relevant and make Anakin's story, uh, you know, acting aside from those prequels. I know there's a flash right. round and I'm just talking. And <laughs> no, that's okay. Rambling. I'm the one that's, I'm sorry. But, uh, I asked you the questions, but, but also, but, you know, Nick, that it's impossible to keep expectations down. Yeah. You're a Star Wars fan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just hope there's, there's such a clear treasure trove of story that could happen there. So I, I hope they go for that. Amazing. I think we've answered this next one. Uh, favorite band or musical artist? BR, right? I, yeah, I'm, Bad Religion's my my you know my all time favorite. But I mean, it's it's. I could favorite talk about Bad Religion hours. album, Nick. I'll go Stranger Than Fiction. That was my Stranger entry fiction. point. Yeah, yeah. That oh, okay. Was my entry point for sure. Great. It's a tough favorite answer. cereal. Tough one. Tough one that is a tough one. It is a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> favorite cereal. Interesting enough, we we were so bored on tour this year that uh, we we started a cereal bar on the tour bus. So we just every day on our rider, we just got uh, different kinds of cereal. So I, I re uh, reignited awesome. the love for uh, Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries. Ooh, so, Crunch yeah, Berries! Yeah. Nice. We did yeah, have our. This was is a real weird part. subject, but we had our guitar tech who was new. Uh, for this tour, we've, we've normally had the same crew for a while. We had a new guitar tech, love him to death. He's a great guy, fit in totally, except for the fact that he is the only person I've met who pours his milk first and then the cereal. And he has, Ooh. he so has, he's, so he's not working for you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's sacrilegious. Could I just say that I listened to his reasoning and I said, mm-hmm. 
I disagree, and I will not be doing that. But I understand where you're coming from. Where you're coming? What, from. What's his reasoning? This is interesting. Keeps it crunchy. Yes, exactly. He gets to. Mm. He kept saying, "I get to choose what my bites are," and I saw his bowl <laughs> situation where he took the top layer of the Captain Crunch and then in a spoon and then put it into the milk and was like, "It's still crunchy." And I'm like. You're also taking 10 minutes to eat a bowl of cereal. Dude. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> like, just yeah, eat right. cereal. It's a, it's a cup of cereal and a cup of milk. Eat it in two minutes like a normal person. Well, like this taking is just, way too long. This is just a guess, but he also puts toilet paper on where it comes off the back of the roll instead of the front. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me see. It's, it's beer oh. bullets when it comes to toilet paper. Yeah, you make it go over the front. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I just had a very reasonable moment where I was like, listen, man, I, I disagree, but I see your logic. <laughs> I respect it. Yeah. yeah. How is his tech great. work? Yeah. Great, great. Yeah. He, he was, we play, uh, we play in D standard and have some songs in drop C. So mm-hmm. we, uh, you know, our, our guitars could be a little tricky. Um, we've had problems with other techs who don't understand what needs to be done in that sense. He early on was like, I don't know what to do, specifically with our singer guitar player. He has a very specific way that he plays and very, uh, very aggressive with the guitar. So he was, he mostly was having problems and our guitar tech couldn't figure it out. So our guitar tech almost sent himself home. He's like, I can't figure it out. I'm not good enough. And we were just like, calm down, down, calm down. First of all, you're great. That's very sweet and self aware. We're not mad. Let's figure this out. So he almost oh, like cool. truly almost sent himself home and and uh yeah very we're a very particular group of older New Yorkers and uh for us to find at this point uh, in our career uh someone who fits in not only vibe wise but like you know figured it out yeah. after the first week was 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 awesome. Yeah, That's so huge. drop tuning guitars just so everybody knows intonation can be really tricky mm-hmm. because you know you have to go with with bigger string gauge mm-hmm. to keep them from just flopping in the wind but like the way a guitar neck is laid out is this geometric progression that if it's slightly off it's off and the bigger your string is the more piece the more amount of it doesn't vibrate like as it leaves the nut and leaves the saddle it <laughs> yeah i see what you did there but as it leaves the nut and leaves the saddle there's a portion of it that won't vibrate because of it's the diameter of it and so you have to adjust the where the saddle is so that the note in the open string and then the 12th fret sound in tune. The problem is the intonation on your first handful of frets might be off because of that. And it's it's real difficult trade off. And then you got to start thinking about, well, do I just tune the guitar straight up or do I make minor adjustments so that my perfect fourth sound a certain way? It's it, there's a lot of uh, science and art that goes mm. into it. That's crazy. And and I would say, although we're a professional band, uh, I would say, uh, you know, our guitar player Jack, which I think you would appreciate, uh, he's the only he's he's definitely the most musician like. <laughs> you know, like uh, we 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 play. We're a band. We write songs. We're people like us. But you know, I I taught myself how to play. Same thing with our singer. You know, like I. There's only so much we could do. We need we need some help on the, the back end. I don't know where I joined the band after the whole D standard guitar tuning thing was a thing oh. already. And, uh, you know, tuning has been an issue. I've had to retrack an entire record <laughs> because of it, because I was the one that I was out of tune uh, oh, at the end of the day. Um, but uh, it's presented problems, but it's also like a part of our sound. So whatever. But long story short, 
our guitar tech. Cool guy. Ethan here real weird. <laughs> and berry crunch. Is that what we said? Crunch yeah, berries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are way better than dingleberries. <laughs> I'll ask you after the show who it is, because I yep. wonder if I know him. I got a handful of okay. friends who tech. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So next Best one, song uh, ever written. There it is. Crazy. I mean, it's it's got to be. I mean, it has to be Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Because you have to take Ooh, into consideration popularity, I think, right? <laughs> hey, day, day, day in a Life is pretty damn good, too. Man. Yeah. I take into consideration because I do, no? even with modern music, I, it has to be a good songwriting. It, it like, it's like songwriting innovation and like reaching the masses that like didn't even know that they wanted to hear that sound, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I think of like Billie Eilish or someone, you know? Like it, uh, I appreciate, I don't listen to much Billie Eilish, but I appreciate that she made something that people didn't yep. even know they wanted to hear, you know? Like, right. So I don't know. She's Bohemian Rhapsody, man. as far as going anywhere in the world and someone knowing that song, like there's not many songs. Like that. that is, that's a good point because I, I say Day in the Life by the Beatles, but the Beatles were already the Beatles. Mm -hmm. You know, Queen was big, but they yeah. weren't Queen. And then mm -hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody, they had the balls yeah. to do Bohemian Rhapsody and put that out. Yeah. So that's a good point. And in a weird way, it, I, I, like I could be wrong, but I feel like Bohemian Rhapsody is like way more ubiquitous at this point. The mm. Beatles are like, for some reason, finally, like 40, 50, whatever years later, it's starting to be a little dated, I guess. You know, like there are like internet memes about the Beatles sucking, you know, like I don't get it, but there's a generation of kids who are just like, what is this trash? And I'm getting offended how, and I'm not even the biggest how, Beatles fan, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, Fuck those it's kids, just, Nick. Yeah. It's just about showing respect of where, yeah, you know, everything you. comes from. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Fuck those okay. kids. <laughs> Fuck That's what I'm saying. Fuck those kids. That's the name of this episode. Crunchy <laughs> or smooth peanut butter? Uh, I'll go smooth. Favorite wrong, venue you've ever answer. played? Uh, easy answer, honestly. The Electric Factory, which is now the Franklin oh, Theater in Philadelphia. Wow. There's, hmm. There is something Famous. about that place that when I'm on stage, it's probably the only place where I feel like I'm like, I made it. You know, like I, there's just something about the layout of the place. It only mm -hmm. holds like, I would say like 23, 2400 people. So it's like a good mid-sized venue, uh -huh. but, um, they just stick people everywhere. Everywhere you look there, there's somebody watching you and it's really cool. <laughs> They're not just all in front of you. They're literally, there's That's people rad. behind you and stuff. And That's I don't know. Cool. It just seems like it would be in like bad example, but like if there was a movie and at the end of the movie, the band in the movie got to play a big gig finally somehow it would yeah. be like in the electric factory I, I would that's picture that. who's your favorite bass player uh matt freeman from rancid i don't play oh, like him wow. but he is he's yeah he's yeah. awesome he's as good as rancid is like he's the he's the best musician in the band and uh yeah i don't know it's just cool. it's just super impressive like fitting in as many notes as you can while also i don't think it's uh I just don't think it's corny, you know, like I think it's, it's somehow doesn't take away from the songwriting yeah, and it's its own thing somehow. Mm -hmm. I don't, it's was really he cool. the basis for Operation Ivy? Yeah, yeah. Which is he nuts was, yeah. because that was even crazier, that was crazier um, yeah. because they, they were teenagers then and he was still playing yeah. all the notes he could possibly play at That's the, insane, yeah. like in, in a song. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Uh, what do you like on your Biggie? pizza? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Pizza. Oof. I mean, I, I don't eat meat. I, I I miss pepperoni. I feel like if I ever eat meat again, first thing I would have is a, a slice of pepperoni pizza. But uh, 
from Brewery X. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I get wild. Like, I don't consider it pizza, but if I go to like Pizza Press or Blaze or something, I'd just try to come up with crazy concoctions. Like, yeah, the Pizza Press has impressed me lately because you could use buffalo sauce as your sauce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I've never been to Pizza Press. Yeah. I've never even heard of it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Blaze, but different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's something about you're then just dealing with like your your bread base, buffalo sauce, and then whatever else you could put on it. I don't know. I, I just go with some veggies, but honestly, I will nine times out of ten just go for a regular cheese slice. I don't need to mm. like mess with pizza that right. much. But if you start at a pizza press with buffalo sauce as your base, it'll take you in some crazy, crazy directions. <laughs> I just had a uh I blaze a keto pizza and mm. it tasted the crust tasted like um it was like I was eating a pumpkin pie. It was mm. awful. Yeah. It was fucking awful. <laughs> that was bullshit. Okay, Tupac or Biggie? Uh I'll go Biggie. I'll stick with the uh yeah, New, New York, York. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Uh, it's wrong, but I get it. Favorite <laughs> cuss word. I'm just kidding. Favorite cuss word. Oh man. I definitely just say I, I definitely say shit a lot, and I feel like that's coming less of a cuss word. We don't even bleep yeah. that out on Thank the Maker anymore. Mm. We bleep everything yeah. else out. We don't. Oh, do you bleep stuff out? out? Yeah. yeah, if we bleep stuff out here, we wouldn't have a podcast. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we didn't. And Adam is the more foul mouth one out of all of us, mm-hmm. and he's the one who edits it. Um, I don't know. We just have dreams of being on like invited by Star Wars to host something, and we're just yeah. like we, we had we, that dream in Episode <laughs> One. Yeah. And, um, it ended Episode Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we've um, definitely made a conscious effort to keep things PG. And then if right, something slips smart. out, we'll just bleep it out. Yeah, that's actually smart. Uh, what what would your color be for a lightsaber? Hmm. You know, like before the dark saber was a thing, I always felt like just a black saber would be very yeah, sick. It's, pretty, uh, it's, pretty it's hard to go. With, it's hard to go against the classic blue, like especially with what it means at this point between like Anakin, Luke and Ray. like. Right. Nice classic blue is great. Yeah, you can't go wrong with blue. If you pick a planet in Star Wars, which one would it be? Uh, as much as I'm a, I live in the suburbs, I appreciate a city. I would just go Coruscant. I would just want to live in the city. Yeah, I think Coruscant's <laughs> the way to go. I agree. All right. Um, Leia, Padme, or Rey? I have so many questions. What's the, like, <laughs> what are we doing here? Are we going on a date? Well, Leia, yeah, yeah. Leia. So my my earlier answer was Luke was my childhood hero. I would yeah, say Leia, Leia is like my adult hero. Like okay. really, when I think back about the entire Star Wars saga, Leia it, uh, just kept it real the entire time. No whining, getting business, getting shit done. Like like truly, and then you know wound up having Ben. I mean, there's just so much like stopped her jedi training became you know went back into politics there's just so much about her needing to like keep her head on straight and work to better the galaxy and i'm just like as an adult i appreciate that more than any whiny skywalker male that there is (laughs) yeah i hear you you got that answer right by the way (laughs) and last but not least and this is the most important question beyonce or rihanna Think hard on this one. A lot of people have gotten this one wrong. There's no No, C. There's no no. C. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa is the answer. Fucking hell. (laughs) Uh, Adding to it. 
Yes, <laughs> he's makes uh, a good point though. He makes a good point. Well, I didn't put Dua Lipa there because I don't want Beyonce to get mad at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You mean Rihanna? Ooh, I mean, it's not. No, I mean Beyonce. <laughs> I mean Rihanna. I don't know How that it's your you. answer you're wait, looking wait, wait, for. Time, wait, time out. Time out. What do you mean? What do you mean, Rihanna? We ha- we've had this conversation, Randy, over pizzas and beer, and you clearly said Beyonce. I said Rihanna. No. Was you actually yelled at Noah. got Araj to pick up the tab. I think no, that. No. Yeah. You, you, you actually yelled at Noah Outlaw for picking Rihanna. I don't. Really? Yeah. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, I'm just telling you. You how were probably went. dealing with my representative. You weren't dealing with me. <laughs> oh, okay. But Nick, uh, you, which one are you going to pick, Nick? Beyonce musically, Rihanna, everything else, but then Dua Lipa, all, in, all encompassing. Well, Dua Lipa is really, yeah. It's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm fully, she doesn't need Lipa. any more fans, but I think she's <laughs> a generationally important talent. I love her. Beyonce? Dua Lipa. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, yeah, she is phenomenal. She is phenomenal. And I've been listening to a lot of Rihanna lately, so mm. I'm, I'm not taking anything away from Rihanna. She's she's fucking awesome. She's great. Well, man, this has been so much fun, man. Uh, thank you for taking time out and hanging out. Of with course, us. this is great. You got to come back soon, and we got to go to Brewery X and have some beers and some pizza so Let's we can make you eat that week. pepperoni. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let people know where they can find you on the internet, where they can listen to Bayside. Listen to your podcast and all that great mm-hmm. stuff. Well, easiest thing is for sure on Twitter and Instagram is at Nick Bayside. And uh, yeah, you could find everything else I do from from there. But, uh, you know, my my passion project is the radio radio show. It's exclusively on Spotify because I do stream music. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, it's more, you know, it's it's listed as a podcast, but it's supposed to feel a little bit more like an hour of radio or 45 minutes of radio mm-hmm. i don't i don't talk too much i play 10 songs a week talk about the bands uh you know i, I just i try to talk about my week a little bit just just kind of i don't want to say it's like old school radio because i'm not corny like hey what's going on again? you know like that type of thing <laughs> but it's uh you know it, it, it it's something that's meant to be the older we get i feel like the harder it is to uh find new music that you like and i just try to find bands that i think people i'm 41 years old i've never stopped finding new music and i feel like there's a culture shock if you haven't listened to anything since 1999 and you heard something that was made in 2021 you're gonna have a culture shock but if somehow you hear a song from a band like i don't know wolf alice is one of the my favorite bands that i've found in the last five or six years they're from the uk they have every element of what you love about 90s alternative and they do it great oh, and it's shit. catchy. They have three perfect records um, and, you know, they're massive overseas. They do okay here. They, you know, they could do a thousand people or so here, but, right. um, but it, I, these bands need to be pointed out sometimes. And, and right. as much as algorithms work, it, there's good, there's, it's awesome to have a human element, I think, to it. So I just try to, play some stuff that i used to like maybe some lesser known songs from bands that everyone likes uh and mm-hmm. then try to introduce people to new music so that's my the thing i'm i'm super passionate about thank the maker is you know just full-on star wars and and uh you know like i said it's not a uh, you know definitely not a star wars shill podcast but we're we're positive we're, we're no. the, we have a star yeah. wars podcast because we love it so 
we're allowed to have problems with some things and disagree with some things, but we we love it all the as much as we ever have and and just diving into certain topics or you know, we, we we try to not be too much of a review podcast, but when there are shows on, we do review each uh, each show that week. So um we've been talking about the Galactic Star Cruiser a lot lately. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh what's funny is it honestly that trailer has was not on our radar at all i just let everyone know that there was that trailer and i got to show them that trailer because mm-hmm. it's, it's uh not great but, yes uh, yes and but yeah can't wait to get your report back <laughs> that's for sure other than that uh, i mentioned it earlier the the drummer of my band uh, the reason i moved to california he, he lived here he married a lady from uh, mission viejo we both live in orange now um we started a coffee roasting company. That was the reason I moved out here five years ago. So that's called that's Legal so cool. Speed. You can find that on Instagram at Legal Speed Coffee. And uh, yeah, it's great. A couple of cafes service here in California. And we do a lot of like projects with bands and, and like co-branding coffee and stuff like that. So that's if you want to so do a syphilis coffee, we could do that. No problem. Absolutely. I mean, I'll, I'll take a cup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You got yeah. it. Well, that's awesome. And by guys, those two podcasts that he mentioned, they're they're phenomenal listens. I, I've listened to both and uh yeah, they're I I dug the radio radio. I was just stuck in traffic and I just listened to that uh, a couple episodes of that. It's phenomenal. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, no, thank you. And we'll have all that information on our show notes. So just click that and just go to uh anything that Nick's doing. Mr. Carlos Buorguayo, where can people find you? Uh you can find me on Twitter at the Sith List Boo. Nice. Randy. What's up? Thanks for coming on, Nick. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for hanging. There you go. Eric, where can people find you, buddy? Uh, Check out my other podcast, The Bad Motivators. It's subpar. You can find my band (laughs) gigging here and there in uh, the St. Louis area. And you can follow me on Twitter at Eric Strothers to read about Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I saw that I was looking up stuff. I saw that Taylor Swift had a song called Better Man, and I got so fucking excited because I thought it was a cover of fucking Pearl <laughs> mm-hmm. Jam, but I was disappointed. It, it is yeah. a good song. Though. It's a really it's good a, song. It's a really yeah. good song. Yeah. Uh, King Tom Chansky, King of All Pods, where can people find you? You can find me making fun of your state's pizza on Twitter at Tom Chansky, <laughs> and I do Patreon shows for Steel Wars, Blue Harvest, and The Bad Motivators. Nice. That'd be a good podcast, just the podcast to make fun of state's pizzas. <laughs> it would be. Less 50 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> then you run it back, though, and go to, like, the second tier. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, if you're looking, Less you can find me yeah, but... at LessIsMore78 on Twitter. Uh, you can also find me on our YouTube channel and on this awesome podcast. Thanks. Enjoy Les. my GoBot love. Yes, GoBot love. You can find me at the Sith List, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Nick, again, thank you so much. We got to do this again. For everybody else, we'll catch you next week on episode number 280. We're getting close to 300. That means we're getting close to celebration because our 300th is going to be during celebration. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So we'll catch you next week right here on the Sith List. Like a rock. Like a planet, like a fucking atom bomb. I'll remain unperturbed by the joy and the madness I encounter everywhere I turn. I've seen it all along in the books and magazines. 